Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Hawkfanatic.com brought to you by Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln, Patrick Eads and staff on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock, and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car, his great crew at Suple's Siding and Remodeling. Also, Suple's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas. Players, Sports Bar and Grill, downtown. Streets Maintenance. Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and the Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Here's Tom Souter, and from hawkfanatic.com, Pat Hardy. We're here. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? All right. Can't and how you doing, Cap? Uh, couldn't be better? Couldn't, yeah, like, just, it couldn't. It couldn't be any better? <laughs> Evidently not. Okay. I'm all right. Monday, kind of cold. No, I'm doing fine. Weather could be a lot worse. It sure could. I'm Although I am here. tired of it already, but. Another day in January where we're not. Yep, that's right. Having to really complain or deal with the weather. We're not buried under snow. It's not uh, sheets of ice on the road. And it's not crotch frostingly cold. And we're a week from February. Not yet. Yeah. Now he gives the counter. <laughs> Let's hear the counter. Well, we're going to get snow overnight tomorrow. Chance of snow on Wednesday. How much snow? Not much. I saw it. Oh, it, it a foot and a half. I'm just get underneath the desk. You'll be fine. Snowzilla. Yeah. And then uh, tons high, of wind. Highs in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey. Well, this has been quite a weekend. We didn't play very well in the men's game. The wrestling was totally different. I thought we were going to beat them like we did Nebraska. And then the women uh, played number two tonight, and I'm not so sure what they're going to do. Uh, I think it's going to be a rough one. But they yeah. are missing one of their best players. They are. Actually, at Ohio two. State. They're actually missing two of their best players. One's out for the season. I don't think the other one's going to be back tonight. There's a chance. From what well, I that helps. That will definitely help, yes. 
But they're going to rough Caitlin up, and if they let them get by with thug ball, it's going to be a long night for her, or could be a long night for us. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, but then Iowa can rough up their players. Or are you saying that the officials have something against Caitlin? Uh no, I'm because that is the narrative that's out there that everyone's out to get. No, uh, not by me. But Ohio State plays rough. They do, but then play they rough do. back. They've always played rough. Then just play rough back at them, and if the officials are going to let it go both ways, that's what I say. Now, if they yeah. don't, then you got a problem. If they start calling fouls on Iowa, they're not calling on Ohio State, then that's an issue. But I think they should try. I think sometimes Iowa buckles under that rough play. I would agree with and you, and that's. One of the weaknesses of this team is they don't handle rough athletic physical play very well. Concur. Well, I think if you lift it up to Caitlin, <laughs> she might take care of some of them. Well, she's way more finesse than she is physical. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I've seen some of those players for Ohio State. I don't think I think Caitlin needs to beat them in skill sets. She's not going to beat them in other ways. I think you're right. And what do you think of the wrestling? I I actually, I watched, actually watched most of it. Uh, Thank God for Spencer Lee. Yeah, I sure wasn't uh, very impressed. Well, I guess he wasn't. I I, I guess they used some reserves. I don't they follow. Did. Used reserves in a couple well, weights. They, uh, Nelson Brands wasn't there, and Jacob Warner in. Yeah, they used reserves time. at two key weights, and that would have made a big difference. Yes, I mean I think yeah, both, that would have made a big I mean, difference. And Warner. I think they figured <laughs> that they were going to beat him like they did Nebraska, so they weren't worried about it, and they had a third stringer freshman. In there for Warner. Well, it almost came back and bit him. Yeah, luckily for getting match points, that helped them. Yep, yep. Yeah, it wasn't so, great. Yep. And, and too many of those things, and I may have a heart attack and go under. Well, I ho- hope that doesn't happen. I think you take your, <laughs> I think you take your hawk sports a little too serious, Karn. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't have a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, one time I checked my pulse rating when I was uh, watching one of those real exciting things, and my pulse was up to 104. Wow. What's it supposed to be? Round. Well, it was supposed to be down around 70, I think. 60 or 70, I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. All right. Thanks, Carl. Take it easy. Bye. And let's see, we haven't talked since she the Iowa. Mention the, she didn't mention men's basketball. No. No, that was an interesting game. Um, I I wrote my game column was that I had a bad feeling, and, of course, somebody reached out to me. And they, I couldn't figure out how they got my email address, and I asked them. It's, I, it's on our website. I should have known. <laughs> reached out, uh, Captain Hindsight, you know it all, guys. After Did I not say that I felt that they were in trouble? The I said it all week. Yeah. I just had a bad, and I'm not always right. I get it. I'm wrong a lot on this one, but this one didn't feel right. Because of the circumstances. I, Ohio State's not as bad as their five-game losing streak. I don't think Iowa's as good as its four-game winning streak. Law of averages, all that stuff combined at Ohio State. And it just did not feel. I just thought Ohio State was going to win. They Desperation. Were, they were able to do anything they wanted offensively. And we just played Ole defense most of the That night. and, well, Iowa also made some dumb decisions on offense. And yeah. Fran normally doesn't. Fran was very critical afterwards. And, you know, Fran's got this reputation with his temper and everything. I think a lot of people just assume that he's always ragging on his players, and he doesn't. Uh-uh. I mean, Fran is the anti-Alford in that regard. He never Now, and in this case, he didn't single out any players either, but he made it obvious that he was very upset with their 
mental approach, the plays they made or didn't make physically. He said, he goes, we didn't play with any intelligence at all. He was very, very critical, said it was unacceptable. So, but he didn't call anyone out. And like when somebody, when Bobby Hanson asked him about Aaron Euless, who I thought had some, he had 12 points. That's, that's good for Aaron Euless, but he also had four turnovers and that's a big part of the problem. But Fran, you could tell Fran didn't, think maybe Aaron played quite as good as Bobby was suggesting because he was their player of the game. They had to pick somebody. I guess they could have picked Chris Murray. But Fran also made a point of saying, hey, I'm not singling out Aaron. And then he goes, but we just didn't play with any intelligence at all. And that's, I mean, that's he's the head coach. He knows it better than we do. I mean, I didn't look at that game yet and say, wow, this is the dumbest I've ever seen Iowa play. But Fran obviously knows more than I do, and there was something that pissed him off about his team's performance. And I know Connor had a few boneheaded plays that he almost never makes. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, it happens. Yeah, and um, they're just – Phillip had four turnovers in the first half. They were big because they fell behind. They trailed by 10 points in both, by double figures in both halves. They trailed for most of the game. It was just an uphill battle, and they just didn't play very well. No. But I just think that's this Big Ten. They're nearly halfway through. And remember, we were saying, oh, if they could go 10-10, and 10, right now they're on course to go 10-10. and 10-10 and 10 probably gets you in, probably. 9-11 and 11 won't. Well, as you said, they just didn't play very well. No. And that's, you know, that's going to happen. And plus, they shot uh, way better than normal part of the Part of that is our defense. And they could have used Patrick McCaffrey. I mean, I know mm-hmm. they won all the other games without him, but this was a game where they could have used a healthy Patrick McCaffrey giving his four, 12 to 16 points. That would have made a big difference because yeah. they lacked offense. There were just some times where they just didn't have scores. DeSante Bowen right now is just not a reliable scoring option. Uh-uh. He's just not. He's just he's nervous out there. Josh Dix is be- – when Josh Dix shoots threes now, I think they're going in. I do too. I mean, and there's a lot of people after the game saying we got to replace – They've got to replace um, Perkins and Euless with Dix and Sanford. I'm not going there after one loss. They had just won four games in a row. They lose a game, and now all of a sudden you've got to just overhaul the backcourt. That's prisoner of the moment, overreaction, social media. That's the same people that want to fire the coaches after every loss. Yeah. I mean, Aaron you know, played you get pretty, tired of that. Aaron Euless played pretty well. I thought he did. He defended. He, I mean, if you can get 12 points out of Aaron Euless, that is huge with everything else he brings in. Now the four turnovers were bad. Those were bad, but, yeah, they had four – they had four. I think it was fourteen turnovers. But yeah, I, there was a lot of narrative after get get Euless and Perkins out of there and get Sanford and and I'm just like God. Here we go. You know, and, I, and the game before that, Perkins had his yes. best game ever. Yes, I under, yes, I get you. But that's just the over. That's what social media. Well, Twitter before the four wins, before the four wins, Fran, it's the eleventh year. No, it's the thirteenth. Well, you, you, your point is well taken. Yeah. get rid of him. Well, I'm done with Fran. That's the actual quote. Then, Fran, it's the eleventh year. But yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's. That's just what Twitter does. That's what social media does. It makes it so easy to overreact. And a lot of people just say that stuff because they enjoy saying it. Yeah. I mean, so much of what is said on Twitter is just people just. They get a kick out of the, the the divisiveness, the fighting, the ridicule, poking fun. That's just what a lot of people go on Twitter to do. And I guess Facebook and do they do that on Instagram? Is I'm, I'm like not that? on Instagram. I mean, yeah, I, I have an Instagram account, but I'm never on really. it. Can you rip people on Instagram? Well, you could, but I don't see Twitter it. just makes it so easy. And then when the guy who owns Twitter loves to rip people and instigate and divide, yeah, it's just yeah. everyone feeds off him. I mean, so, I mean, but yeah, there was so much overreaction to that loss. 
And like Fran said, we'll be, we just got to get back to work and we'll be better. I mean, he's, Facebook he's moved as, on. Facebook isn't as bad because for the most part, you use your identity. Right. Uh, your right. real name. You're not using a bunch of crap. Uh, yeah, because like a lot of the people that do this are hiding behind stupid aliases. And Instagram is mostly pictures. So it's it, they're not really ripping. Twitter is a dream, though, for a lot of people. I mean, oh, yeah. Who can ju- I mean, I think I can just. I think there's people that wake up and just can't wait to get on Twitter because that's where they feel important. I think it makes them feel I, important. I think you're right. Yeah. I think right. it yep. gives them a purpose and a meaning, and and a lot of them do that because they want to get on there and ridicule and criticize and take shots at people they never would face to face. I think that's a lot of it. Or they never would publicly if it, they're. You get a lot of people. I I tweet under this alias because if my if my boss knew my politics or knew what I was doing on here, I'd be in trouble. Then maybe you should think about what you're tweeting. Yeah, yeah. Then well, don't I, tweet it. I posted a couple of weeks ago. You know, the article on the anniversary that I agreed to buy this thing. Yeah, and I get you know I I, you know, I got a lot of good comments, and then at the end of the at the end of the train. You stink. <laughs> That's all the guy said. <laughs> was that on Twitter? Yeah. It was on Twitter or it Facebook? It was on Twitter. <laughs> Who was that? Do, do you I, remember his I, name? I, I don't remember. It could have been just joking, too. I mean, I mean, but that's actually pretty tame for the stuff I'm talking about. But, um, but yeah, there was overreaction to the loss. Now they play at Michigan State. Is it... Um, is it Wednesday or th- it's Wednesday, isn't it? I think it's uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. And I was hoping Michigan State would win yesterday because now they've lost back. They lost at Purdue and they lost at. So the law of averages, Michigan State's going to go home and probably win a game. Now, see, I <laughs> probably so. when the teams are so even and you have so much parity, I look at stuff like that. You know, I'd be surprised if Michigan State lost another game, especially at home. But we'll see if Iowa plays well. They've shown they can beat Michigan State, and this is not a great Michigan State team no, it's by not. any means. No, it's not. This is going to be another one of his teams, I think, that maybe makes it to the second round of the tournament at best. And I mean, it's, I mean his, his second decade hasn't been near as good as his um, first 15 years. No, for sure. They've kind of leveled off. Now, they're still a very quality team, and if Iowa doesn't play, they'll, well, they'll lose. I mean, this is a... This is a big game. I mean, um, then what's after Michigan State? Oh, is it Northwestern, right? The then they have a, yeah. then they have three win- games in a row at home, right? Yes. That's uh, that'll be a chance to if they lose th- Wednesday. That those three home games are huge because they'll go four and five. They'd be four and five going into that Northwestern game. So that'd be Illinois, Northwestern, and Rutgers are the three home games. You'd beat all three of those teams at home. Yeah. I mean, Illinois just got killed by Indiana at home. Yeah, they did. It wasn't even close. And so I, I don't know what to make of this Big Ten. Purdue. Almost lost at home. Maryland's getting Maryland's starting to play a little better since they played at Iowa, and they had a chance yesterday, but it just never felt like they were going to win. Yeah, I didn't Fif- see that game. Fifty-eight though. to fifty-five. Um, Purdue held on to win at home, and then Michigan barely beat sixty to fifty-six over Minnesota. I don't know why, but I watched parts of that game. It was just painful. And it yeah, so you had right playing at the same time, Michigan, Minnesota, sixty to fifty-six, Purdue. Maryland, 58-55, to 55, I think the final was, on the same day that Kobe Bryant scored 81 points 17 years ago. Kobe Bryant outscored all four of those Big Ten teams by himself. <laughs> right, but there's just some brutal games in the Big Ten this year. It's a grind fest. I mean, it's, I mean that, was, that was brutal. That Minnesota-Michigan game was brutal. Michigan's not playing very right now because Minnesota is not a good team. They're, no, one of, they're, they're one of the worst Big Ten teams I've seen in a while, and they almost won it. 
Michigan. That Michigan team is just not rounding into shape like I thought it would. I now, granted, they are five and three in the Big Ten, but I think that says as much about the Big Ten as it does Michigan. Now, didn't they lose their point guard? Uh, what's the kid's name? Well, that, I mean, a month ago, Doug McDaniel, the same guy who played against Iowa, was the one. Um, I'm not sure which point guard they've got. The freshman who played pretty well against yeah, Iowa, yeah, he did. And then they've got his backup Holloman. They've got enough. I mean, one player is not going to make the difference in the way Michigan's playing right now. They're just not. They're just not playing very well. They don't really have a power forward inside to score with Dickinson and Juwan Howard's kid Jet. All he does is score. He doesn't really seem to do much else. So it's. I thought the Williams guy would be better, and but they're just not playing very well right now. But I think it's just there's a bunch of. Average to slightly above average teams in the Big Ten that are pounding on each other. I yep. think that's what we're seeing. Yep, and that's going to continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can go 11-9, and 12-8 in this conference, you've accomplished a lot, and you are in the tournament. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's a well, lot. Well, I hope we get there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know right now. I don't have a feeling either way I mean, about Iowa making the tournament right now. It's hard to say. It's, it's, I mean, I think 10-10 and 10 gets you in. Normally it would, but who knows? It's hard to say, but let's just not go 10-10. and 10. Let's get at least 11 conference wins. But Fran doesn't have these types of conversations. with no. me. All that Fran talks about is today's practice, and I think that's the best way if you're the head coach. Just live in the moment and let idiots like us do all the looking ahead, looking behind, and speculating, and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Fran, and I know some people are tired of him and say that he's peaked, but... I am not one of them. I I am always hopeful. Well, I mean, they're going to the NCAA tournament consistently. He's brought it back to where so many people wanted it to be after Dr. Tom left and you had to go through the Alford and the Licklider years. It's back to where it was prior to that. Fran just has a different style than Tom Davis. But there was a lot of people ripping Tom Davis when he was in the near at the end of his That's true. run, too. I, I mean, there's that. just going to always be fans after a while that just want something yeah, different. Yeah, they just want There's a ton new. of people ripping Tom that were, oh, Bullsby's at least got the guts to take a stand and end this mediocrity. Yeah, and then when he did, then they were pissed off at Bullsby. Well, everyone liked – I mean, I when they yeah. got Alford, I gave them – I'm like, hey, Alford was a hot commodity at the uh, time. At the I time. had no idea that he was a dick and just insufferable and 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 just was going to divide the fan base the way he did. Now, there's people that love Alford. I get it. I mean, Adam. I mean, they, Adam and does. that is their prerogative. I get that. I respect that. But he didn't win enough to offset all the other stuff. That's why he was gone. He made the tournament three times in nine years, I believe. It, maybe four. That's I, it? I, it was either three or four. I mean, and that he just didn't win enough to offset all the other stuff. And then, of course, Licklider was just an unmitigated disaster, a bad hire by Gary. But at the time, that seemed good too. But I remember well, he was the coach of the year. I remember writing a column when they hired Alford, saying this this looks good. I mean, there's uh, he had options. He's a hot, young, hot commodity, rising star. He had won everywhere. So I did not blame Bowlesby for choosing Alford. I blame Bowlesby for the way he got rid of Tom Davis. It was just ridiculous. It, he didn't deserve to go. He was mad that he didn't get Rafe friends, and it never. I don't think they ever recovered their relationship. Ever recovered? There was. I, did, I. I've been told by so many people that Bowlesby didn't think Davis worked hard enough to get Rafe friends. Rafe friends was never going to come here. It was not going to happen. His dad was. I mean, it just was not going to happen. And but you, be careful what you wish for is what that lesson turned out yep. to be. Yeah, yep. Bowlesby had no sense of humor. Not with no. me. He didn't. No, nor quite, us. Quite, nor, nor us. Quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember going over the interview and I'd have to go home and look up my thes- – I mean, you, you needed a thesaurus and a dictionary for all the words you when, used. When he, when he went to Stanford and I played Stanford and Suds, 
theme song, song every time. And I heard this from a very reputable source that he, he heard it coming out of one of the offices. And he just got. Did you guys ever have him on the radio? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pri- yeah. Uh, prior to the pirate thing? Because he probably yeah. wouldn't come on after that, did he? Didn't come on after that. No. He, well, we had him on. Yeah, but I had right. my issues with Bowlesby. I had my issues with Bowlesby due to the Alford stuff. I mean, it. I mean, I remember he, he called me an amateur one time, and I felt like saying it takes one to know one. But I just was, out at Denver, he confronted me over something I had written. But he was mad that I was not defending his coach, and you know, screw that. I mean, well, it's Bo- not your job. No, it wasn't my job, and it got personal. You know, when one of his players tried to rape my niece, it got personal. Well, and fair I got enough. pissed. And I never did hear from Bowlesby or anyone from Iowa, nor did my brother, nor did my niece, even though I wrote about it once or twice. I mean, it, so yeah, I, 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 I was, I could have easily gotten upset around Bowlesby in those days. That's why I stayed away from him as much as I could. There were times where I had to deal with him because he was the AD. But yeah, he never did reach out after I wrote about that about Pierce trying to get in my knee. He. he you would think a good AD would reach out to a former Iowa football player like my brother was and say, man, we're sorry this happened, but nothing, nothing from any of them. That's weird. Yeah, it's just. They should have. Tacky. It is. Um, it's, weak, it's, pathetic. It's, it's crap. Yeah, it just, I, they never did. And so, like, like I said, that was, I don't know why, how we ventured off onto this route, well, spe- but here we are. Speaking of bulls, be my favorite uh, newspaper article ever. When they, they had a spell check or something wrong, and throughout the entire article, they called him Bus Boy <laughs> instead of Bullsby. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not see that? <laughs> hey, remember the Bus Boys on 48 Hours? The boys are back in town? Yeah. They were great, good. Great song. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. They had their little moment there in the early 80s. The boys are back. Yeah. God, I love that movie. Yeah, that was. I remember one time at the Press Citizen, we had the uh, in a headline and. St- we were doing a headline about the country chili, and we spelled it like the food chili. And then, boy, did we catch – I mean, because there's always – back then there were people just waiting. But then you had to at least wait for them to write you a letter humiliating you. Now they can just get you up on Twitter and just tear you apart. Bus, bus, bus boy. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, you make mistakes now, and you are just fodder on Twitter. And they'll just eat you up. And Anthony went on and said – now known as Bus Boy. <laughs> what what organization wrote that? Uh, it was either um, the DI wow. or or the Gazette. I thought it was no. It was the Gazette. Was it? It how was the Gazette. The, how could the Gazette have done that? That's, uh, I, I it know. was. It was the Gazette. See if you can Google and find it. Because I mean that just seems so weird. The Gazette they have editor and that was back. I assume. Back before every newspapers were falling apart, yeah. So they had a full staff. That just seems so unlikely that the Gazette would do that, well, or I, the DI for that matter. For that, I thought you were going to say it was some you know obscure media outlet that's no longer no, exists. Uh-uh. Wow, busboy. <laughs> and you know that would piss him off. Yeah, because I don't know how you get busboy from Bullsby. I don't know either, but. <laughs> That's just wild. That's what it was. But yeah, no, Bob did some good stuff when he was here. A lot of people loved him, swore by him, and I just it just didn't work out well for us. And like I said, the Alford thing was a was the big part of it. He just defended Alford to the very end, very end. No questions asked. If you are asking questions, you're just out to get him, and you're evil. That was kind of the way I interpreted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we're gonna have Adam on Friday to talk hoops. He couldn't do today or tomorrow or Wednesday. 
But by Friday, we'll we'll have the Michigan State game. We'll have enough. We'll have a good body of work for um, him to evaluate. Um, do you feel good about Michigan State? No, I don't either because it's there. Yeah. Here, I think I was going to win. I don't think I have ever felt good about going into Michigan State, and I don't either. But this, like I said, this is not a great Michigan. No, State it is team. not. They don't have great shooters. They struggle at times to score. And Joey Hauser, I mean, he's playing. He's playing pretty good right now. He's a fifth-year senior, I believe, and he's playing like one. He's been pretty consistent. But the other guys on their team, and what's his name? Is it Malik Hall, the the senior out of Aurora, Illinois? He's out right now with a foot injury. I don't know if he'll be. But they are not the same team without him. So, I mean, y'all, you never want a guy to be injured. But Iowa would sure catch a break if he doesn't play yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, no, I don't. I don't feel good about it. But you know, they, I feel good about all three home games. Now they could easily go. They could eat, lose one of. They're not going to lose at home to Northwestern. I just don't see that happening. To me, the biggest. I mean, Illinois and Rutgers are both capable of winning in Carver if Iowa doesn't bring it. I still think Iowa can struggle a little bit and beat Northwestern. They just got to make sure they win at least two of those three home games. Yes, they at have least. To. You'd like them to sweep. But if they could – now, if they lose at Michigan State, I, I, I'm not ready to say they have to win all three of those because, like I said, I still think 11-9, and 10-10 gets you in the tournament. I, it looks like it, but, you know, who knows? It, a lot of it depends on uh, what happens in the lesser conferences sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, without question. And, like if there's upsets. Yes. Like in the Missouri Valley, if the team that wins the regular season doesn't win the tournament title, then do you get two or one? I mean – so that that will be interesting, and that can take away from some. That of can the, definitely take away large. from spots, but they just—I mean, I just was surprised they didn't play better Saturday because that is not a good Ohio State team. No, that's one of the worst Ohio State teams, personnel-wise, I've seen in a while. No, and it—you um, know—I said, Dan, we got to come out, and you know, the first half we played very poorly, and we're only down two. That's I what said, I this is the best. You know, this is great news. If we come out hot in the second half, then we got a good chance to win this they game. They shot 41% and had nine turnovers in the first half and trailed by two. Yep. That says a lot about Ohio State. It does. They're just not a very good team. They Teams, if you play well in Columbus, you've got a very good chance of winning this year, but Iowa just didn't do that. I just was surprised that Fr- Fran goes out of his way to praise his players in post games. He, he does. And when he's upset, usually he's upset with something that really doesn't involve execution or what. But you could tell Fran was just really disappointed with every phase of the game and how his team how his team played. He just wasn't happy. Just got a text from someone here. Good morning, Tom. The Gazette is still struggling with spelling. Referred to Chris Murray as Chris Murphy. <laughs> That's okay. weird because I know I wonder who because I know Mike Halas would never write Chris Murphy. I mean, and he's the guy who, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I can't find anything on it. Because yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I just don't. Sure, it was I, the Gazette. I just can't imagine Mike ever making that. He just wouldn't do that. I mean, I'm more apt to make mistakes well, like that than someone like Mike Halas. Okay, is. but when he does that, does it show up? I mean, doesn't somebody? I, I, you would I think somebody that, would catch it, but I just couldn't say. I don't. Well, I mean, he could get it right, but is there somebody after him that could well, screw it up? I wouldn't know. I guess you always could, yes, if you wanted to sabotage copy. But why would somebody well, intentionally go in there? Oh, wow, he Mike's got Chris Murray spilled right. I'm going to change it to Chris Murphy. That just I just can't see how that could happen from my time in newspaper. But 
And that's not one of those where that that could have been something written about Chris Murray that Mike had nothing to do with too. It could have been in a different. It could have been in a release or something like that. But or AP or AP or but but oh, yeah, AP gets things wrong all the time. Yeah, every day. Seriously, they every do. day. But yeah, that's because um, usually when I read stuff in the Gazette, it seems to be. I mean, the Gazette still does have some editors. I mean, there are still some. I mean, they are surviving a lot better than some newspapers are. What have you? I got a kick. I mean, the register was bragging about being the only one out at Columbus. That's fine. I mean, pat your. I mean, nobody pats themselves on the back more than the Des Moines Register. But I find it kind of ironic that they're bragging about spending a reporter there, and that same reporter took a furlough a month earlier. And, and I mean, it just. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know. They love doing that, though. They love letting you. He did a. Uh, the reporter did some gif of Will uh, Will Smith from. His, remember that comedy show where yeah. he's in a room and he's empty and he's looking around like, where is everybody? It's kind of a shot at all the other media people is the way I inter- They're bragging about they're the only ones there, which, you know, great, more power to you. I made a financial decision. I still covered the game. I got quotes from Fran players. I just wasn't physically sitting in the arena. Didn't get, it didn't have any impact on how I wrote my story. I thought Fran gave better quotes on the radio than he did in his post-game press conference because he was really pissed on the radio. And he was still upset, too. But, but yeah, I thought it was taking kind of a, taking a shot at the rest of us in the media. You know, more power to him that they were there. But maybe they were able to fly and pay their expenses with all the money they saved on cutting jobs and making people go on furloughs. Yeah, furlough. I just thought, you'd be, just be careful. Karma can be a, can we say B-I-T-C-H on the radio? Yeah, can. Karma can be a bitch sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I just thought it was a shot at everybody else in the media. Had I been the Why only one, you think we couldn't say bitch. Had I been the only one there, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have. You know, pray. Uh, look at us. We're the only ones there. I just think. I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me We've the wrong said way. Said worse than bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you you can say bitch. You can say damn. You can say um, what's another bastard. Bastard. You just can't say like, the s word. I like bastard. Or the f word. Well, I understand that one. The s one, I don't get. What is so bad about the s word? What is it? I I don't know. We can say poop. Yeah. Bowel movement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excrement. <laughs> Excrement. Yeah. Say all those. You can say all that stuff. You can't say the <laughs> S word unless you put an E at the end and say shite. Or you connect it to Shit's Creek. Yeah. Which I've never seen. Yeah. It's terrific. Hey, speaking of, um, yesterday I wasted two hours. Um, have you heard of the movie Without a Trace with starring Kate Nilligan? Yeah. From 1983, right after the yeah. Johnny guy. I think it was filmed before the Johnny guy, but it was, I watched it yesterday. That's a, it's a, have you seen it? Uh, yeah. A long it's time a ago. Great but... movie. Yeah. I mean, it is such a good movie. I love the ending when he finally decides to go up there and, and listen to the nutty lady calling from Bridgeport. And they go up there and find the kid. Yeah. I watched it. And I just realized, God, there's two hours. that just, just sat and watched it from start to finish. The, she was great in that movie. I saw the, that movie came out 40 years ago. Yeah. I remember when it came out. I remember watching it. I, uh, and it came out in 1983. Is Judd Hirsch still alive? I think he is. Really? Judd Hirsch? And that was 40 years I ago. I don't... I'm going to go the other way. I don't that was 40 years ago, and he looked like he was in his 40s or 50s. He'd have to be in his 80s, or, or he looked really old for his age. Well, I'm sure he's old. She's 73. I looked her up. So she was in her early 30s. Yeah, he's still alive. Is he really? How old? 87. Okay, so he was 40. Yeah, he was right around 50, pushing 50 when they made that movie. But, man, it was a good movie. It had all the tw- uh, the plot twist. Um, they made it out to where you obviously, almost certainly thought it was the house boy who had done it. And then they finally decided to, to listen to that lady, and they go up there. And 
But the drive home when they have the kid in the car and the music and the buildup and she's walking the dog and the dog senses something, it was just a really good movie. No, I remember that. It was good. I saw the worst depressing movie. What's that? Uh, something with Harry Styles we watched off of Amazon where uh, he's engaged to this woman, but he's in love with this guy. All right, I'm and done. It's I'm just, done. <laughs> You've and lost then, me. And then no interest. They fast forward, and the guy has a stroke. And uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Harry she, Styles had a stroke, or his love yeah, interest? His love interest. You see, M Night Shyamalan's new movie, "Knock on the Knock on the Cabin Door" or something. The some they knock. These three people are told that they have to choose one of the three in their family to die, or the world's going to come to an end. You should Google it. It's coming. Oh, they were promoting it big time on NFL playoffs yesterday. I mean, it's getting a lot of. He must pay for a ton of advertisement because it was all over TV. A knock on the cabin or something like that. It's his new M Night Shyamalan movie, and it it does. It looks like if these three people, if they don't decide which one of the three dies, the world around them is starting to fall. They show airplanes crash. It's just the weirdest. He comes up with some weird movies. I mean, the village didn't work for me. Signs was okay at the beginning until you realized where it was going. Um, what was the other one? That um, the happening. Remember when they all jumped off buildings because the plants were taking over the world, rebelling with Mark I, Wahlberg. I haven't seen that one. Was stupid. You and then saw old signs. Though. Saw signs. You you didn't see the happening. No. People I, just started. Ju- the, it was the plants were rebelling. Rebelling, if I remember correctly. And then old with was no they, water up. How about old? Did you see old? <laughs> no. And I tried to watch I it. Am old. It turned out to be some type. I, I, it was just a weird. His movies make you think, but sometimes they make you think too much. And then well, you know, Signs was so stupid. It was so ridiculous that they've conquered space travel and and everything, and they and they come to a planet that's ninety uh, percent water, and they they're allergic to water. Well, and he well, warned us. Do their due, due diligence. He warned us that. It was kind of, remember with the little daughter with all yeah. her glasses of water? They were symbolic. That's what was going to end up saving them. No, I thought, it, I thought it was interesting at the beginning, like when they showed, when you knew there was aliens there, and he looked out the window, and he saw the aliens stared at him on the window of the house on the roof, stuff like that. But then when you found what the plot was going to be about, I just thought it was stupid. But, but no, I could not believe how much they were promoting his new movie yesterday. And I think they were doing it on the... I know it was on the gate when I was watching college basketball. These were on Prime Network, so that can't be cheap. No, not getting that much promotion on national sports. Not on sports, on big events like even Big Ten basketball games. I mean, it's pretty cheap to buy TV in January, but not on sports. Especially if it's something I don't. I can't remember. Did you guys watch any of the NFL playoffs yesterday? I did. I I I watched the Niners. I think it was on some of those. Games too, which would be I would to me that would have to be as about as expensive as you can get, right? For sports yes. advertising, yes. Yeah, what did you think of Kittle's catch? It was incredible. It was incredible, and he'd been pretty quiet up until that point. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was a it was a good game. I was cheering for San Francisco. Oh, for I sure. Mean, did but, you hear Kittle's quote? I did not. It, play, it would be the first. Well, I heard him interviewed on the field afterwards. Is it the first one or the second one? I, the first one. But remember, Chauncey Golston also plays for Dallas too, so there were Hawks on both teams. All right, here's George Kittle. It's, uh, it was a bootleg. Uh, me and Juice are on the backside selling the outside zone away to get the defensive end across our face. Juice is the hot guy. We're trying to get the ball to either, I think it was Ayuk, Debo, or Juice. Is, he's a hot guy. And I'm literally not even in the read. So I just saw kind of a space, and he hadn't thrown it yet, so I was just going up the field. And 
Yeah, he gave me a catchable ball, and I was just trying to be dramatic. Just for TV, man. It's just for TV. Just trying to be a little dramatic, you know, get the ratings up. That's all we're here for. <laughs> George has got a gift for Gab. Yes, George, he does. It'll be interesting to see what George does after he's done playing because he could do a lot. I know he's big into all-star wrestling and what have you, but, no, he would be good. He would be really good on TV. And what's amazing about that catch is that the defensive back didn't hit him. I know, and it looked like he was going to get creamed. And it would have been a fair hit. And, yeah, he, sure. and he was going to hit him in his chest, and somehow he just missed him. Because if he hits him, he doesn't make that catch because he gets knocked from the ball. But the D-back missed him which was just, I watched that play over and over yeah. and can't figure out how the defensive back missed it. I, I don't know either. But he did, and now you got Brock Purdy one game away from the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just an incredible what an story. incredible story. And he, didn't play, he played okay. He didn't cause them to lose the game like Dak Prescott that, did. Exactly. He was, he was a little more than a game manager. I think he threw for a little over 200 yards, and I thought he was pretty good. He made some big-time throws, but the big thing is he didn't lose them the game. And there may come a time here in these next two games where he has to do more than what he did yesterday because that game yesterday was controlled by the defenses. Yeah, well, both for sure. Def both defenses were really good. And it was too bad Dallas last, lost their starting running back, to Tony Pollard. Um, broke it, I guess it was a broken – broken ended up being a broken leg. And, oh, I mean, that's too bad. He, Zeke Elliott now, he just doesn't seem – he doesn't have the same explosion that he used to. Doesn't have the pop. But then I got to thinking, God, he's been in the league almost a decade. He played at Ohio State in 14 and 15. Think about that. God. I mean, it's amazing how time flies because it seems like not that long ago he was there. No. And then the other – what was the other playoff game yesterday? Um, uh, Chiefs and uh... – no, that was the that was the day that before. Was the day before. What was the other playoff game? Oh, um, Buffalo, Cincinnati, yeah, and Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. I think a lot of people obviously were cheering for Buffalo, but Cincinnati's just a better team. And God, that weather was. Josh Allen too. is a really good quarterback, but Joe Burrow's better. Yeah, Joe Burrow looks to me like the closest thing I've seen to Tom Brady. They even look alike, sort of, at that age. And Joe Burrow's really good. I mean, he. It was a rough game to be in yesterday and he made very few mistakes i think someone said if he retired right now he would have the highest completion percentage in the history of the league and he just outplayed josh allen yesterday he's not as physical not as big not as fast but he moves pretty good he's way more mobile than tom brady was at that stage so that's the one quarterback when i watch joe burrow play i think of a younger tom brady just the anticipation the accuracy everything he does he is really good. Look at this. We're breaking down the NFL. Breaking no it down. No nonsense yet. Yeah. No fakes calling in. Where's Ackerman? <laughs> Has he called in today? Uh, no. Maybe there's a lot of emergencies out in the yeah out in the city. He's saving lives. He's saving lives. You think he's saving lives? Well, not ours, evidently. No. <laughs> he's letting us go down in flames. <laughs> Jesus. You always bring it up. I don't always bring it up. You I, I, love it when the fakes call in. Sometimes. Now, I don't like it when fake Ackerman calls in like seven times. So that's, we've had shows where he's called in six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once yeah, or twice is fine. Once and twice is fine. Yeah. And I'll let you guys decide if he's bringing it or whatever. I don't really care about judging him. But when he calls in six or seven with you, I'm with you. It's too, but he hasn't done that in a long time either, has he? No, that's because I uh, put the hammer down. Yeah, but there was one time where you had put the hammer down, and I remember he called in like eight times, and you just told Suter you wanted to give up. <laughs> But that was a while ago. Sometimes, that was over a month. That was sometimes over, I really do want to give up. That was over. That was over a month ago. So, but um, but yeah, this game tonight, ESPN two, right at six o'clock. I think that's I'm pretty right. sure yeah. that's what it is. I know. Yeah. I thought that's what Susan's advance. I thought that's what her advance said. Yeah. If no, if Iowa could win this game, wow. I wouldn't be shocked if Iowa won this game. Um, no, Ohio State's not South Carolina. 
I mean, no, they're, they're good, not. But I would not. I'd be maybe a little surprised because it's there. But they are. They do have injuries. I mean, and if this other girl doesn't play, I cannot remember her name. She was questionable for the last game. She didn't play. Is that but the, the JC Gale? I, I believe so. But the other one's out all year. She's out. The other starters. So they could be without two starters tonight. Well, that would help. Yeah, I wonder. It'll be interesting to see what I don't. Know, what kind of crowds do they draw for the women at Value City? Do you I know? think pretty good. Okay, you would think Caitlin Clark is a draw too. You would think. I would think there's some Ohio State fans that maybe wouldn't normally go to the. I want to go see that. I would from think Ohio. number two versus number ten is going to draw some people too. I do, but I think Caitlin Clark might draw as many just because of her reputation and she's, I mean, she's fun to watch, and it'll be interesting because they did they roughed her up last year. They did, and the officials let it happen. They did. See now, Caitlin. Part of her evolution, I think, is learning how to play under those circumstances. I mean, I mean, she struggled last year at times. She did. And sometimes I think she looked at the refs to bail her out, and she needs to realize there's going to be games where they don't and then just deal with it. And she will. I, I think she will. But she also needs her supporting cast to play well tonight. They're not going to win if Caitlin scores 40 and the other girls combine for 30. They need, they need yeah. to have at least three players in double figures, I think, to have a chance to win. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But, yeah, I believe it is ESPN2 at 6 o'clock, yeah. which is of 7 o'clock Ohio's time. So, yeah, that's – I mean, it's nice to get them on TV. No more of this Big Ten Plus crap. I don't know. I've given up on Big Ten Plus. You can't get on? It's awful. No, no I can't get on. And isn't it like 15 bucks a month? Yeah. Well, I just did the Iowa option only, so it's nine ninety nine. Okay, month. well, I did Iowa option expensive. only and, and only basketball, but yeah, I, I can't get on. And ten bucks a month is still pretty expensive. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, but yeah, well, that... and they and I even sent in another uh, complaint that I can't get on, and uh, that was on Saturday. We'll contact you uh, and straighten out the problem. We got a nice email. Nothing. Oh, I finally watched the Chris Street documentary from start to finish the other because when it because that that night I just had some other stuff going on to where I had to go back. But I watched it from start. I think it was on two days ago, Saturday. I watched it from start to finish, and I saw the parts with um, Chuck Pence and whatever. Was, that was emotional. Yeah, it was. That was emotional. You can still tell the streets. I think they resent that he hasn't reached out. But I I see both sides in this one. I'm not. There's no reason to pick sides in this one. But I hopefully that helped Chuck. To talk about it, well, you hope so. I mean, because he's it'd be a terrible burden of guilt to carry with which, with you, your, which he your he doesn't life. he shouldn't feel guilt. He should just feel sad. I mean, I don't think he has anything well, that, to feel guilty about. That would about. happen to anybody. Yeah, I mean, but do you oh, think he should feel guilty? Feel, no, I don't either. Do you think he should feel guilty? I think I would. I would feel sad. I wouldn't feel well, guilty. Guilty because, of. Guilty of no, I mean, just, I don't think guilty is the right word. Maybe not, but sad, devastated, gutted, you know, remorseful. I think me, but I'm not because guilty suggests that he did something wrong. And I mean, I well, don't. It's an accident. It's an accident. I mean, it was an accident. It's just an accident. And they put it under the microscope in trial yeah, and, and ruled that he didn't do anything wrong. It's still, I mean, it still is a tragic accident. I mean, you've killed somebody. If you, you kill somebody. No matter who it is, I guess you, t- you're, you're, that's you carry gonna, guilt from there. But no, I, that's what it I mean. depends on how you define the word guilt in this situation. Because when I think of guilt, I think of guilty in a court of law, and uh-huh. that's and he wasn't. He was found innocent. It was just a 
he insists that he wasn't speeding. Now they did get the lights changed on. There was some good that came of this. And like Patty Street said in the documentary, maybe it has saved some lives since then. They changed the, the lighting system was flawed. It made the thing seem further away than further it was. Away. And they fixed that. They put a street light up there too. There was some good to come from this. And I bet it wasn't easy for the Big Ten Network to get him to talk, but they got him. And I think it, I think it rounded out that documentary. I, I think it would have been empty too. without him. I think it would not have been the same without him. And they talked to him more than I thought. He was on for a while. He was. And it was just, it was so hard. And I've seen him around too. I didn't know it was him. You know, this, I mean, I've seen him just in, and I just, like I said, I think it was maybe, it would be great someday. I would hopefully someday that maybe he would meet up with Mike and Patty and somehow they could start a healing process. I would love to see that, but that's got to be them wanting to do that. that. But wouldn't you love to see that? Oh, yeah. I think it would help both sides if somehow they could figure out a way to bring them together to let them heal. To let them heal and for or I, heal as much I think as they're ever help, going to. I think it would help Patty and Chuck both if they could embrace. Maybe I'm just completely off base here. That's just my thoughts on it after watching the documentary and being so close to the situation. Yeah, it'd be nice if they could somehow figure out a way to to bridge the gap, so to speak. I don't know how. I don't know how you do that. I don't either. Well, you can there's well, you I do mean, it by someone calling have, up and saying, "Hey, it's, it's let's not, but that's not easy. I get it. No, yeah. it's not easy." Yeah. But you can still what Patty said, she still gets tense when you mention his name 30 years later. I don't think it's going to go away. No, well, no. Never, oh, no. It'll even ne- if they but what I'm saying is if maybe I somehow mean. they could meet, maybe the tension would break a little bit maybe. if both sides could let their guard down and but that's like you said, that's just kind of wishful thinking. Maybe I'm being a a corny Pollyanna here thinking that there is a way to, but you would like to think that there would be a way for them somewhere down the road to heal a little bit. That, that was one of my takes after, watch, after watching the documentary. And it, and it was. It was sad. And, but it is very, I think it's very th- therapeutic for Mike and Patty to still continue to be around Iowa basketball. I think that's been a big Help for both sides, to be honest with you. They're at all these home games. I mean, they're that they uh, are. Think about it, guys. They're driving three, four hour. I mean, they're at all these things, and it's amazing the commitment they have. So, but no, I finally watched it, and 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 again, it was a well done documentary. The editing and everything, the interviews, and uh, it, it, they put in a lot of work. They yep. talked to a, they talked to a lot of people, and to get Charles Pinch because I remember when we were working at the Press Citizen, we tried for a long time and he respectfully declined or people close to him and i i understood that i completely understood but you had to try to reach out yeah yeah and they got him and it was it was tough watching that part it's tough watching a lot of parts of that i mean it's just a a bad deal it was yeah it it was and it was it was i don't know what the word is i I was glad dr tom was able to kind of speak on there but no it was just It'll be interesting. Do you think that's the last documentary on Chris Street? Do you think they do one th- 40 years? Do you think they do one 50 years? Um, you mean the Big Ten Network? Or just any network. Or anybody? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, I well, wouldn't think that. Hopefully I'm still around for might the, do God, I'll 40, be, but they're not going to do 50. I'll be 78 if they did a 50 year. Yeah. That's how old I'd be. Yeah. You'd be, what, you'd I mean, be like the Stones. I'd be, yeah, goodbye. You'd be 94? Yeah, I'm going to be gone. You'd be 94 with the Stone. Will the Stones still be touring? Yes. <laughs> they're not done yet, are they? They're still. Don't, no, I think they're still. No, they're still touring. 
Not at this moment, though. They don't have I, a tour going know. on. I don't. But they haven't announced like we're never we're not we're done touring. No. A lot of bands that'll be their next step no. towards retirement. We're done on the road. No. They're not there yet, right? No. And I don't think. Do you think they ever will? No, I think no. Probably at some point, at some help. I don't issue. know that they'll announce. I mean, if something happens to they Keith might. or Mick, Keith or well, Mick, well, that's gone. Then, then, then it's gone. Done. One then of those two, done. especially yeah. Mick, right? Yeah. Yeah, both. Could you see another lead singer for the Rolling Stones? No, no, no. It's not the Rolling Stones. No. No, it's Foreigner. I know you guys like that guy who does the Queen stuff, but it's still not Freddie Mercury. What's no, his name? No. Adam Lambert. A- Adam Lambert. I heard he does a good job. Oh, no, he does. Because Freddie he Mercury was is a one of a kind. Dead. Yeah. But I mean, Adam Lambert does as close of a That's job. That's what I've heard. As you could ever get. Sound wise. Yeah, sound wise. Yeah. Well, he's a great singer. Yeah, Brian Mary May. Brian May said the only one that he would have toured with was somebody like Adam Lambert, because uh, he's got the vocal range. Uh, and there's a lot of characteristics they're alike. Um, but he said, other than Ryan Lambert, he wouldn't really go out as queen. He, in fact, uh, he, I read an interview where he said, you know, they were troubled by it, and then Adam Lambert was sent in there because management or whatever wanted, whoever wanted uh, them to do another tour, do some appearances. And once he heard Adam Lambert, he said he, he changed was, his mind. That yeah, movie's out. That movie's mind. on all the time now. It's like the new Titanic, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, well, Titanic's still out there. Also. Titanic's on right now. It's yeah. on the on my channel yeah. log. It was. It's been on. Forrest Gump is still on. Forrest Gump is always on. It's always on my channel log. Remember, the Titans finally went away. Some most of the movies finally go away, except for Titanic and Forrest Gump. They're always on. If you had to sit down to watch one of those two movies again, which one would it be? Titanic. Uh, easy. Probably for me, but both of them are just excruciating. I just couldn't. No, you get I, to see Kate Winslet naked, so that's uh, worth yeah, the whole okay. movie there. I, no. She never did it that much for me. She's okay. I mean... I mean, she's naked. Yeah. You know. But I don't, I don't call her... A I just r- saw Harry Styles naked. He's it, more your type? It's terrible. No. <laughs> I don't consider Kate Winslet a raving beauty. I mean, but she's okay. But both of those movies, it would okay, be because they're Winslet long. Says, hey, would you yeah. rather see Kathy Bates nude? <laughs> okay, Kathy Bates comes up. That'd be the misery. That'd be the <laughs> fat. I want you to do me, Kathy Bates. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. You know damn well you're gonna think. I'm to not yourself, gonna do Kathy, hey, it's Bates. Kathy Bates. No. <laughs> and maybe she'll buy me breakfast afterwards. What next? The corpse of Rita Shaw? <laughs> I wouldn't do Kathy Bates. What if Rita standard. Shaw was alive? No. <laughs> no. Hello. Jo- Joanna Moore and Julie Adams. Was- what? I thought Misery was about listening to gym class. <laughs> well, that's what, you, that's what nah. you want, Captain. That's what you like, isn't it? Wow. Uh, In the old days, my, that would have gotten a laugh. Give you know, me softened. You softened. <laughs> what, you and Dukes make a truce? <laughs> no. no. But no, no not no. Kathy Bates. Okay, well, whatever. Have you ever seen the movie Misery? Wasn't that the thing with James Caan? Yeah, where I she, saw Where he's it. in a bed and she tortures yeah, him? Yeah, I didn't want it. I, Boy, no, Sonny I, from The Godfather sure I, fell down, didn't he? I wasn't going to watch that. No, I've never seen that. Have I did it? watch, though. Uh, James Conn yes, uh, was I the saw. villain in Eraser. 
I watched a racer this week. Wasn't um, Denise Williams? No, who was the who was the uh, hot Vanessa. female? Vanessa Williams. Wasn't she Williams. in that? Yes. I think I saw part of that. I didn't yeah. make it through. I liked it. The other night I watched <laughs> a little. Have you seen The Sentinel with Michael Douglas? And Yeah. I watched. I tried to make it through that the other night. We what? just finished watching the Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, God, you couldn't pay me to watch that. It was, it? it was dark. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I know you guys joke. I mean, I keep. I used to have a fascinating, but I you couldn't pay me to sit down and watch. I mean, I know the plot. He goes out, he finds him, he rapes him, and he eats him. And that's just, and then he stores him in his then, refrigerator. You're surprised it was. Tough. We were both a little <laughs> surprised at how how bleak it was. What were you thinking heading in? I have no idea how. No, we and that been cannibalism so- stuff's overrated. This will be okay. It's yeah. gonna be the feel good yeah. movie of this. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we were both kind of surprised. I don't. I don't know why. How long did it take you? The the first one he ate, or when? um. No, we were the first. The first episode was just so tense that. So this wasn't a movie. This was a series. A series. Okay. What, what was it on Netflix? I, yeah. Okay. I think I do remember advertisements for it. That the guy he sort of did look like him, didn't he? They sort of. Sort of. And yeah, the actor was really good. Did they show him eating people? Um. I would have changed. I could not. Yeah, kind of. See him putting a finger in his mouth. No, or, it wasn't. No, not like that. But, but he has it like souffléed and like. Pan smeared, pan, pan seared. Which is, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Pan seared elbow. What are we having for dinner tonight, Jeffrey? It was dark. It was dark. It was dark. <laughs> God damn. That's like watching the Ed. That's like watching the Ed Gein story. It's, you know, I think it was a little darker than I thought. Well, Ed Gein uh, made a guest appearance in the movie. How? Well, I mean, they wove him into oh, the story, okay, okay. and John Wayne Gacy as well. Hello. Okay. You know who can eat a lot of people? <laughs> Is that Ashley Henson? What did he say? See, when oh. you have to... When, oh, oh, no, no, no I, I have to work too hard to make the connection. Is yeah. he talking about Ashley Henson? Yeah, who cares? My guess is she does not eat yeah, people. No, she doesn't no. eat people. She is not a cannibal. But she eats pizza. Well, who does that? I had, sounds I had a Levi last night. Well, I, I had a uh, cheeseburger and fries and a little Levi last night, which basically I've convinced myself the Levi is a $5 slice of pizza. It's just in a circle. What's a Levi? It's this little personal thing Sam's has, and it's literally this big. It's four ninety nine, and I got it last night, and I realized, you know, this is the size of a slice of pizza from... Um, Casey's. Casey's. It's just that it's circled. It's for little kids. I get it because I was re- I thinking it would be a little snack the next day, but I was hungry last night, and I didn't get a lot of steak fries this time. That's the uh-huh. And the burger was a little small. The burger was great, as it always is, but it was smaller than it normally was, too. And I, st- I was still hungry after that, and I ate the Levi. It's just a little $4.99. Like, I think they say it's a six-inch. It's small. Uh-huh. It's basically their pizza just as small as it can be. They yeah. call it the Levi. I don't know why. Have you seen a movie called Life? Not the one with... Um, Don't think so. It's, have you seen it, Captain? The movie no. with Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's where they're at the space station, and they bring back samples from Mars, no. and they bring back this little, tiny, little microbe, and they, they finally shock it back to life, and it grows into this thing, and it just kills them all. And basically, somehow it makes it down to Earth, and it's, just, it's indestructible, and it's, it, it's a freaky movie. I no. mean, it, it's, it's dark, too. I mean... 
they, they go from, oh, my God, we have discovered life somewhere else besides Earth. They're thinking they're going to be famous to where this thing just turns on them. <laughs> and it looks like sort of a cross between like a squid. And it's, it's just a really, it's a funky movie. But it was on the other day, too, and I watched that. Life, which really turned into death. Why don't you watch well, that? Well, you've already tipped off the yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want a happy movie, you sh- um, you and Ann, like I said, sit down and watch The Water Horse. You'll be you'll feel much better about The Water Horse cuz there's no Then we did about Dahmer. I'm, I'll, uh, yeah, The Water Horse has a much better moral fiber than Jeffrey Dahmer. Was that late 80s that came out? Yes. Did, was, water Horse? Well, no, when did Jeffrey Dahmer do was he, was he in the 80s or 90s? 90s. 90s, okay. Well, yeah, 91 is when he got caught. Does it show him getting, do they do the part where he gets beat to death in prison? Yes. That's part of it, too? Yeah. Do they show it? Uh-huh. Really? And is that when it's over? Uh, pretty, not quite, but. Do they open, like, a refrigerator and there's arms and heads and stuff in there? Uh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's all right. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. All right. Let's take a break. Oh, that sounds like a real good idea. Is it already 10 o'clock? Yeah. We'll be right back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyok Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyok has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyok is like a warm hug, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous Pies to Go. And take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. 
Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog. An all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. Hi, I'm Jim Street, owner of Streets Maintenance. As a licensed, insured, and bonded master plumber, I specialize in all plumbing repairs, including but not limited to water heater and sump pumps to toilet and faucet repairs and replacements. As an Iowa City native, I know how frustrating it can be when any part of your plumbing system breaks down. That's why I only use trusted brands and quality materials. I offer same-day, next-day service coupled with a fair price. I also offer general services to mobile homes. For more information about my business, I'm online at streetsmaintenance.com and Facebook, or give me a call at 400-4483, 400-4483. Streets Maintenance, honest plumbing at a fair price. There's a problem here in eastern Iowa. There's not enough Hawkeye fans. I mean, really, shouldn't everybody be a Hawkeye fan? Well, maybe not, but you should be a fan of my team at Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson, and my team of experts at Hawkeye Title and Settlement know what they're doing. Call us at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. 
Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. It's a new year, and at Deary Ford in Iowa City, we're moving out the old to make room for new inventory. It's time to save with, can you believe it? 0% financing. That's right. Buy a new Ford F-150. We have plenty to choose from with 0% financing. $1,000 in customer cash plus $500 in free accessories. When Deary Ford in Iowa City says it's time to move out the old, it's time to save. Hurry in or shop online at TerryFord.com. Come shop the Big RV Show Friday and Saturday, February 3rd and 4th, only at Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. See the newest and best floor plans from Grand Design, Highland Ridge, brand new models from Bushwhacker and Springdale. Shop Big RV Show savings, up to $10,000 off remaining 2022 RVs, or get huge savings on brand new 23s. Plus, buy now, and you won't pay till spring. It's the Big RV Show, February 3rd and 4th, only at Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, where traveling families start out from. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making I'm meteorologist Megan Hatton with your forecast. Some areas of fog around this morning, then for the afternoon, not a bad start to the work week. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, a bit breezy at times with winds from the southwest at 10 to 15. 32 the high for today. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies, lows near 25. Clouds continue into Tuesday with highs in the mid-30s. That's the forecast on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Outside, it's 18. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. We're back, guys. We're back. It's okay. We had a very hey, important meeting. We did. With a bag of pretzels. <laughs> and we're not disappointed. Uh-uh. We were just talking pizza. Yeah. Pizza's good. Love. Could love you eat pizza. it every day? Uh, for a while. I think the only food I could eat every day would be tacos for a while. But I'd sure give it a, ch- I'd sure give it a chance. Because pizza, you can you know get different toppings and from different places, and then it's almost like having a... It's a different experience. So yeah, that's true. Get a thin crust one day, and then a, like I'm not a big deep dish fan. It's too much. It's too overwhelming. I don't like deep dish. It's just too much. Oh, I, I won't say I don't like I, it. Yeah, but I'm with it's you. Not my preference. Yeah, no. I and there's like I've been in Chicago at times eating deep dish at Giordano's. And yeah, good heaven, stuff. Heaven on earth. Oh, I don't like it. But yeah, like I much rather all. prefer crispy, thin. Yeah. yeah, where you can hear the crust cracking as you bite down on it. Now I'm really hungry. Hello? Don't feel bad. KXEL had about 30 minutes of dead air last weekend or a week ago. Did they? Well, we just had 60 prior to this. I don't feel bad. (laughs) 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 Nope. I mean, have you You heard some of the stuff we... on the air because there was no static, but it was just, you know, just silent for... At least half awkward an hour. silence. I have never felt bad. For have you heard air. some of the stuff we've talked about on this show? <laughs> yeah. We we have no standard that's too low for us. Now, what station did he say? KXEL. What's I don't even know what that it's is. Out of Waterloo. Oh. Fifty thousand watts. 
I was on that thing. I and you guys have 10, thing. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they have 50? They got 50. So, so they can stretch to almost any... How far does that go? Well... So how far did that awkward when silence go? I was go? there, uh, it went for about uh, two and a half blocks for about three months because it, it caught on fire. Is it fair to say the station's never recovered since your departure? No, it's recovered fine. <laughs> but um, oh, and then I'm taking my two buddies from college up to Horizon. I'm going to turn them on to Horizon good. Wednesday for lunch. Horizon is good. Neither one has been there before, and I try to hit Horizon at least once a week. Yeah, so do we. I got their cashew chicken for the first time the other day. God, it was good. good. It was well, everything I've had there. I have not had one thing. If I ate something there, I wouldn't be afraid to tell Kevin. Eh, that didn't work for me, and he'd be fine. But everything I've tried there has been good. Yeah. Everything. No, I like it. I like it a lot. I've never had a bad meal there. It'll be interesting to see what my buddies order. I mean, because I've never... Have you ever tried any of their noodles or soup or any of that stuff? Those dishes? Uh, noodles. Mean, are, I assume they're good. I mean, have you... I mean... But not soup. You haven't... Oh, I love their egg drop soup. Well, I've had... Yeah. No, I don't think I've had soup. Honey, you've had their egg drop, haven't you? Yeah, At, like or, yeah, they're hot and sorry. Oh, their soup is great. Their egg drop is so, it's like 800,000 degrees. I mean, you need to let it sit for a while, but, or you're just, you just fry your mouth. But that's how I you want it. Get the uh, chicken egg rolls and. Uh, oh, those are good. I like the. Uh, they're Vietnamese. I think they're Vietnamese flavored egg rolls, aren't they? I'm going to try that sometime. Yeah. Um, and I like the Mongolian beef and, uh, yeah, cashew chicken. Have you tried their Sesquan chicken or their. Uh-huh. Um, Kung Pao chicken? Uh-uh, spicy. Tw- uh, there. Oh, yeah, it would be. I've had the General So or however General you Tao. Is that how you pronounce that? Yes, General Tao's chicken. Yeah, he wasn't in the military. Does he have something in common with you? <laughs> Back to the Hawks. <laughs> Remember, we're here for the Hawks. Yeah. That's why we're here. Let it's me, not Ariza fanatic. It's Hawk fanatic. <laughs> But I am a Horizon fanatic. It's not and, pizza fanatic. And they are an advertiser. They're yeah. the one restaurant yeah. we have right now. Horizon's great. Now, I was going there before they started advertising, but we've got them on the podcast now, and hopefully it's helping with their business. And I do. I usually average about one trip a week there. They And I was there the other, I was their first customer. Because lots of times I'll go there. Today I can't because i got a prior commitment, but lots of times I'll go there after this show. Uh-huh. I was their first customer the other day, and the girl that was working, she knows you and Jan. I mean, yeah. She, um, oh, she's really nice. Yeah, she says, um, she, hell, she was telling me what you guys order, what some of your favorite dishes are and what have you. No, she does a good job. The one day I was there, it was really, it, I was the first customer, and it was very slow. And Next thing you know, like nine, ten people come in at the same time, and then the phone just starts ringing off, and Kevin says it's like that. A lot of restaurants are like that. You go from just being dead to just being out of control. That's, yeah. I remember in the restaurant business, lots of times it would do that. Yep. I mean, that's just how it works. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I um, I but, don't miss the restaurant business. I will no, say, nor do I. Nor do I. I mean, I I was a bartender at Spaghetti Works thirty years ago, and a bad one. Well, I, I a terrible this, bartender. This goes back fifty years, but Lums. When my dad, my dad and the, his family owned the. Remember Mums? <laughs> yeah. Did you we hang did, out at Mums? Oh yeah, re- my brother re- Billy worked there for yeah. years and years. We did a remote there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What's there now? Work release. What's Nothing. there? So somebody obviously it's owns gone. that land. Are you surprised they haven't? It'd be neat well, to have. Kevin O'Brien was going to. Wouldn't uh, it be neat to have a restaurant on the he river? He was going to put condo. He was going to put uh, a, a big, huge building there. 
Yeah, a condo. But uh, decided it, it was going to have a mixed-use thing there. Would there have been any food places? I think so. Yeah. So what he decided against it, obviously. I, evidently, because I've I seen that there's a for sale sign. So obviously he's not going to be developing. Do you think a restaurant could work there? Uh, if you don't fall into the river. Well, I guess that would be a... <laughs> uh, you were concerned that the banks are going to collapse there? Well, I don't think there's a... I don't think there's a lot of room there. No, there's not. There's, but there's more than you think. And um, I mean, because he was going to put a, a big ass building on that. I know, and which would have put a lot of stress on that. And I, I never, yeah. I mean, you're worried after that you, after you look at the mudslides in California, and then you look at that. Yeah, it just would be neat to have another restaurant on the river. You know, you got IRP, but it'd be neat to have one further yeah. up the river in Iowa City like that. But We got uh, Dairy Queen is on the river. Yeah, I wouldn't that? really call that a restaurant. And it's really not on the river like Iowa City. I wish they served hot dogs again. They don't serve hot dogs. They used well, to the serve one hot o- dogs. Is, the, is the Dairy Queen over there by Blackstone still open? Yeah. yeah. Don't, they serve all that stuff. Don't, that's kind yeah. of a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Man, I haven't been there for years. You're the one down on Riverside. You're saying that's yeah. more of just kind of a. That doesn't seem like a, uh, a a bigger. That seems like a smaller condensed version of Dairy yeah. Queen, compared to the one yeah, out there. Yeah, it's just an ice cream. I mean, the one out there way on East Iowa City. That's a sit down restaurant. The last time I was there, I remember I used to go there. They used to do a lunch special. I haven't. But been. they don't anymore. I don't know. I haven't been there for ages. God, I kind of forgot it was there. I may have to revisit that. And the sign still says the. Marco's grilled cheese coming soon, but I looked in there and there's nothing, nothing started. No yet. changes yet. I mean, Melio's has been—they've been gone for what two, three months? Didn't they shut down in October, or November? Longer. Wasn't it late October? I think so. Yeah, I think October. So it's been—it's been about three months. Yeah, but you give a high mark to Marco's cheese, grilled cheese, right? You say they're it's excellent. Good? Yeah, I've never been to it. Yeah, no, they got good sandwich. Do they, they have do. soup? Soup? Yeah. Okay, see, I would love something like that. No, it's, It'd it's, be nice if some of the same people that were working for Melio's would be working for them, like the manager. The manager is at Cause uh, I got to convenience know those store. The guy you who used Jim to... Jim or... The guy with the little black mustache? Yeah. He's now at a convenience store? Yeah, and I don't remember which one. To me, someone like him, though, would have been a perfect... Pick to manage this, unless Marcos brings their own. Well, people. I needed a job. They might. Well, no, you're right. They might bring their own people in too. Who yeah. knows? They may well, have probably. But, so, but, but all he, right. Yeah. Well, I'll give. I'll keep an open mind and be optimistic about it. It'd be nice to have another sandwich option around this part of town. We eat at the one downtown, and it's it's real good. Oh, I didn't realize there was one downtown. Yeah, there's one on, on you know, Lynn Street. Lynn Street. Really? Let me have to check that out. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. And it's not just grilled cheese either. No. So Although their grilled cheese are awfully good. Yeah, and I'm not go- I'm not going out to eat grilled cheese. I can do that at home. Yeah. That, uh, so, but do they? I assume they have roast beef, turkey. Yeah. They yeah, have like Rubens, that. pastrami, yeah. stuff like that. Stuff like that. Okay. No, I'm not. I don't know if they have Rubens, but well, let me look. You like Rubens? No. Ooh, I love Rubens. I, I couldn't eat them every day, but man, I always described it as the sandwich from hell. Oh, you don't like sauerkraut, I'm guessing. Don't like sauerkraut. Don't like Thousand Island dressing. Don't like corned beef. Oh, so okay. for me, a Reuben would be a, a rye bread and well, Swiss I cheese. I like real corned beef, kosher corned beef. I'm with you. I mean, a good Reuben, man. I'm I'm not crazy about Thousand Island. I'm not even crazy. Like when my mom used to make corned beef and cabbage, 
I would eat the corned beef, but the best part about it was the cabbage and the potatoes that she would make with it. Corned beef is a little salty for me, but there's something about a good Reuben. And I don't have, especially if it's on that rye bread with the multiple. The, the, the marble swirls, rye. The marble rye. Mm, God. They got gyros. They got spicy Italian beef, Philly cheesesteak, oh, French wow. dip, Cuban, Reuben, Rachel, fried chicken sandwich, wow. egg and cheese sandwich. There you go, breakfast. Captain. Breakfast. I'll try their egg and cheese someday. Yeah. No, no I mean, yeah, they're real grilled, good. Grilled uh, uh, peanut butter and jelly. Grilled peanut butter and honey. Wow. Steak quesadilla. Uh, oh, loaded so this, quesadilla. I mean, they got a huge menu. Oh, yeah. No, it's really good. And you yeah. said they do have soup, too. Yeah. I love soup. Yeah. Especially, well, All I All like- Vienna beef hot dogs. Okay. Chicago I mean, dogs. I miss Melio's. I got to know those people, but this... Sounds like this will be a nice chili cheese dog answer. Ooh, chili cheese dog. My mom used to love those, and she'd make God, she'd make them. They were so good. Take the chili and then put the shredded cheese on top, and then she'd put it in a toaster oven for to let the cheese melt. Oh, God, they were so good. Ooh, that sounds good. So then the bun would be kind of the bun would be a little crispy, and the cheese would melt into the chili. And you know, and I'm not a big hot dog guy, I'm not either, but if you can put enough junk on it, like I can eat a Chicago dog. Because it's like eating a salad with a hot dog in yeah. the way, you know. Chili cheese dog. I, I... we had their Wiener Schnitzel, Twenty yeah. Third Avenue. Wiener, Wiener Schnitzel. You have. I've had it. I've, yeah. It's a little bit too rich for me. Just not a, Just not a big Wiener Schnitzel fan. It's hard. It's not even fun to say. It's a hard word to say. Wiener Schnitzel. It's Wiener. It's Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. I don't mind them, but no, that sounds like a really good menu. I just wish they'd open. Like I said, there's no signs of any progress starting right now. You know, it just says coming soon in 2023. Well, isn't that, uh, is that dude's, one of his? I thought that was Ambrose. Gary. Am- it's Gary Ambrose. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, dude probably knows when it's opening and stuff anyway. He's kind of plugged in. And I wonder how long it would take. Once they start working, do you think they could get something like that up in two weeks? I mean, yeah. I mean, the place is (laughs) Medi-Raid. I don't know why it takes so long for some of this stuff to go up. It's all. They've already got counters. I I mean, it's already been a restaurant. So you would think. Yeah, no, it's counters. It's got stuff ready. Yeah, you're right about that. I'm just glad they decided to do it on our part of town. Instead of the easy thing out by the mall or between Iowa City and North Liberty, you know the the strip there. With all, yeah. There's so many restaurants out there. It's just nice to see something over here. Yeah, I, I mean now we've got just in that little strip mall. You're going to have Marco's Grilled Cheese, Two Dogs, Touchdown Wings. That ain't bad you know, for that little sometimes. for that little um, for that little um, strip mall. That's yeah. that. There's some options. And then yeah. just down the street, you've got uh, Shakespeare's and um, Jimmy Jack's. Yeah, Clo- yeah, and closed Wendy's. Well, no, their, their sign says now open till 11. Yes. Yeah, they've... 11 morning? No, they're open till 11 every night now, it sounds like. No, they've gotten their staffing thing worked out. And they've got a guy uh, that uh, answers, you know, when you drive yeah. up. Nicest guy in the world, right? Oh, well, he's... Yes. No, the guy I that... Does, he's really funny. There he, is, no, he's great. There is one guy nicer, though. That guy. The guy that manages the Pancheros down on Riverside. Yeah. This guy is, I thought he was going to get in the car with me and leave with me. He was the <laughs> nicest guy I've ever, he made me feel like the most Have important person. Have you heard person. this guy? Yes. Wendy? I'm the first one who pointed him out to you guys. Yeah, he's great. I came in here one time and remember we were talking about how Wendy's, they would fight yeah. and steal your cards and 
Basically, I told tell you to Tommy F off. You should contact him for the. I came in here and told you guys there's there's new people working at Wendy's. Yeah. This guy was the nicest guy in the world, and but this guy at Panchero's, I'm telling you, he puts on a show. You should go there just to watch him treat you with just respect and dignity. I'd have to go to Panchero's though. I can eat their burritos. I mean, they're. I'm not a burrito. I'm not any burrito. I mean, anywhere. I'm a huge taco fan, but I don't like their tacos. I, I just don't. I don't the che- the shell falls apart. It, I just don't. I just don't. Like but this burritos. guy is the nicest guy in the world. I mean, he's. I mean, it, 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 it's. He's just. You can. He just seems like the happiest guy in the world. He's back there cooking, and that's the way the Wendy's guy is. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. that's nice to see. Yeah, he said, "Are you ready to try the best breakfast sandwich you've ever had in your life?" And I yeah, said, you, you should no. say, "Well, yeah, I was, but McDonald's is too deep. You know, the drive-through. Just be a dick to him." <laughs> Is that what you said? No. No, their, their breakfast stuff's yeah. as good as McDonald's. Well, the last time I pulled in there, he's, I just saw this movie. It was pretty dark about <laughs> Hitler. About Jeffrey Dahmer. About Jeffrey Dahmer. Surprisingly dark. <laughs> Surprisingly dark. But when things function normally, I like Wendy's. Yeah. I do, too. No, I like Wendy's a lot. Had a burger there two, two days ago. Their chili is delicious. I'm, oh, their chili's great as long as they have a finger in it. Isn't that wasn't that a? Didn't somebody put a finger in it and tried to sue him? <laughs> I don't look it up. I'm pretty Ew. sure. Didn't that happen, Hunter? Didn't that happen? Look it up. Finger chili scam. <laughs> There's no way they're gonna let a finger go. Their chili is really good. It though. is damn good. It's always been good. And there's been people that have listened to us bitch about it before and think that we were exaggerating about how mean they used to be. We were not exaggerating. No, no. <laughs> and they did take my card one time. And well, they, they did. Ta- they took. You my had to card go inside. I just basically inside. said, "Give me back my damn card." No, I had to go. Yeah, inside. you had to go inside. I didn't have and to. And then inside. the manager turns around to her and goes, "Give him back his card." <laughs> I was gonna go inside because they kept telling me they gave it back to me. Yeah. I'm like, you did not give it back to yeah. me. Give me my card. Well, I was pulling in there once, and the old staff was—they were fighting in their uniforms. They were, they were two women fist fighting, and it wasn't the- even a Waffle House, was it? <laughs> Honest to God. See, that would have been kind of funny. Did you laugh? Yes. Well, they used to have fights at the. Uh, the buffet that was in uh, Coral Ridge. What was well, that? Was old, the country? old country buffet. We yeah. would get, yeah. I remember at the Press Citizen, we'd read about like an 89-year-old battling with an 87-year-old near the, like the fried chicken, the gravy section or something yeah. like that. And there were a lot of times they were fighting uh-huh. out there. No, they had a lot of fights. I remember I went out there the day that opened because the Press Citizen was doing some promo and I never went there again. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I know who put the finger in the chili. Who? Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. <laughs> Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer joke. Hey, he's just not. These you know, are your people. Just, no, they're not. These are your people. No, they're not. You're not dumping this guy reason, on me. They're the reason I'm taking off this. One. Oh yeah, you're gone tomorrow. You're, and, yeah. And then when you when are you back? Uh, who knows? Week from today, maybe. You're going <laughs> suitor on us. Hey, you're pulling a suitor. The only difference is you'll be sitting at home listening to every word we say, whereas you're at, you'd be out in Vegas. <laughs> Gambling and not necessarily a... be listening to He'll every listening. word you say. Yeah, you will. Will he be listening to every word we say on his? Uh, just uh, some. That's his well, way of saying yes, but he didn't want to. You find it? The severed finger that a woman claimed to have found in a bowl of Wendy's chili in March belongs to a Nevada man who's an associate of the woman's husband. <laughs> What a freak show, man. Police Chief Rob Davis said the man lost a finger in an industrial accident in December. 
Chief Davis declined to give other details, including the name of the person, whether he was considered a suspect in an attempted larceny case or specific nature about the accident. But the police chief did say the identification was a major break in the case when Anna Alea uh, claimed to have found the finger in a, a bowl of Wendy's chili. She uh, was arrested and charged as in what she police called. As she should have been. She was held in $500,000 bail. Wow. Well, that, that seems a little excessive, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why would it be so much? When these restaurants have lost tons of millions of dollars in sales since her accusation. Oh, imagine if it was a toe. You think it would have been more if it was a toe? <laughs> yeah. What, about, what, well, what about, if it would have been something else? Like, what about, let's not even go there. <laughs> I know where you're going, you sick <laughs> bastard. We can say bastard, right? How did that yeah. get in there? <laughs> God, yeah. No, that, and she should have. That's bad. That's yes. And I remember their sales. They, they, yeah, was a, that their sales your, yeah. suffered big time. Well, think, Applebee's, when they got a the lizard. A lizard. But that was legitimate. A, it was in a head of lettuce, right? Yeah. Then they stopped doing heads of lettuce. They started you, chopping them. There was a lizard in there. So yeah. You imagine, hey, lizard. how you doing? <laughs> yeah. That hurt their business, too, didn't sure. it? Sure. Yes. Yeah, people don't want to eat salad with a lizard. No. Yeah. Although, if it was that Geico lizard, I might be down for yeah, it. I hate that Geico lizard. <sighs> it's, it's, it's just it, told. It's ran its course. It's so sad. It's, you know, Who do you hate more, Geico or Flo? I don't mind Flo. Oh, well, Flo's Flo. aged out from her Flo role. Flo is just But brutal. they added, she you has. know. Flo uh, was always brutal. Somebody, uh, they've added people. That's never worked for me. I've always hated Flo. Hates Shrine. You would do Flo. Not now. Flow gotta go. <laughs> you no. wouldn't do flow. You got me doing Kathy. What do you think? I'm just, just in heat. You got me doing Kathy Bates and flow on this show. What about <laughs> Lily? Would you do Lily? <laughs> Lily who? Uh, From AT and T. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're running. <laughs> yes. I had to. I had to think about her for a second. And um, God, they just showed Priscilla Presley. She still looks. How, what is she in her seventies? Yeah. She still looks great. Yeah, she does. Priscilla, but she was like in her early twenties when Elvis nabbed her, didn't? No, she was younger. Fourteen. Oh, four. Oh, so it was pedophilia. Well, what was? Yeah, it? that's pedophilia. Nineteen Fort, or twenty. That's still when they got married. It's I still think. illegal, isn't it? Yeah, not a, well. No, not, not if you have the uh, yeah. your parents give you oh consent. 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 I couldn't imagine being nineteen and marrying a fourteen-year-old. Hey, you want to go play force? Well, uh, Buzz Aldrin just married a sixty-year-old, and he's, and he's yeah, ninety. She's something. in it for the status and what? Well, I, okay, but what, I mean, what? I mean, I can't imagine she's in it for the sex till death do us. Buzz Aldrin, don't you climb on my planet, Buzz? Till death of, do us part. How could you take that line seriously? Is he worth a lot of money? I I wouldn't think so, but but what else would? Why would a sixty-year-old woman want to be with a ninety-year-old man? Well, they've been, uh, they've you know, been that, uh, together a long time. That gives me hope for 40 years. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, see what his net worth is. I mean, maybe he, Lil, maybe you could get Lily. Lily's like in her, she looks like she's in her early 14 20s. million. Buzz Aldrin, Buzz I see. Aldrin. Wow. Four, that pays to land on the moon, doesn't it? Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Jesus. All you got to do is go to the moon. Wow, 14 million. <laughs> good for him. Hello. Buzz told her next stop, Uranus. <laughs> so juvenile. I mean, that's... and I'll give it to him. And yet we all kind of gave it to him just because of how juvenile it was. He's 93. 
Yeah, and she's 63. Uh, Isn't she 63? I think she's like five years older than I thought. I thought she was just, yeah, maybe. Buzz Aldrin's worth $14 million. Yeah. That's incredible. You don't suppose that's... I'm checking to see if there's any news. You think that's interesting to her? Maybe it is. Maybe. They've been together a long time. He's got kids and stuff, doesn't he? So you're he? saying yeah. that when he was in his 60s and she was in his 30s, that's when they got going? Yeah, he's got kids that are older than... Yeah. I'm just checking... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at least you could talk sensibly to someone 60. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, Yeah, as opposed to Dennis like... Dennis Quaid. With his... I mean, yeah. She's like a... She's, she's like, like 24. 24. And he's like 68. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one's like, you know, I mean, what do you talk about? I don't know. I have no idea. I wouldn't want to be in any kind of... I, I have enough I trouble talking to people my own age, let alone someone 40 years younger. <laughs> but I'm just looking to see if there's any... Because lots of times on Mondays, there's breaking news during this time, but I have not seen, not seen anything right now of any... Here's an Ozzy Osbourne interview with Barbara Walters in 2002. Baba Wawa? Yeah. And How old was she when she died? 93? 93, I thought she was. Yeah. Barbara. That was pretty cool. Did you see the show where, I don't know if it was The View or whatever. I didn't watch the show, but I saw it on Twitter. They did an excerpt of it. Like 50 to 100 women broadcasters came marching out from behind stage one by one to pay their tributes to her. You could tell. I mean, Connie Chung, anyone you could think of. Well, and it was really cool. It was, this was recently. This was after she had announced she had, was retired like about eight, nine years ago. But someone played it on. I saw it on Twitter. It was real. Anyone you could think of. What, we just got a card from uh, that John Blanc. And John Blanc interned in Los Angeles. At, I think it was KCBS. Might have been KNBC. Uh, and then he worked uh, for us in uh, in Muscatine. Uh -huh. Connie Chung was one of his uh, buddies, and she would call up all the time. Oh, cool! To talk to him. She's the one married to that Maury Povich. Maury Povich. Are uh -huh. they still married? Yeah. Connie, she's retired, right? She seems like she's kind of dropped yeah. off the face of the well, earth. Well, Maury did too. They're just going to all the shows are the same. I had a crush so on they her. can rerun them. I had a crush on her during yeah. her heyday. I yeah. thought she was. I thought she was hot. Yeah. Connie Chung. Yeah. Yeah, she, she she brought it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, let's see. I think you are in heat. <laughs> no, I'm I'm really not. Those, the, the days of heat are gone. Yeah. There can still be heat. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like an ice pack. <laughs> and and thank God for Jan. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. She's not. She's not intent on trying to melt that ice bag. <laughs> no. No. Meanwhile, over here, it's just yeah. Every night, activity. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honey. <laughs> now the dauber's over. Let's. Uh... <laughs> and starts biting his arm. <laughs> No, next, I think we're going to go completely the other way and do the new, uh, the new season of Emily in Paris. What's that? I don't know. What's it's that? another. It's the fluffiest show ever Does in she history. Kill people? No. <laughs> Emily in Paris killed people. She goes over to Paris and starts eating people. <laughs> I've never heard of it. So is that another Netflix? Uh -huh. show? Okay. Or Amazon, I'm not we sure. We really like that 70s show, and we sat last Thursday and did nothing 
all day. Seriously, but watch the 10 episodes of that 70s show. Yeah? They only had 10 yeah. episodes? They've made 10 episodes for the first season. Netflix only made. But when it was out, it, when it was out, it did Oh, it's way got more. like yeah, over I never 200. Watched. I tried to watch that one. I'm like, I don't like this. That's I, just me. I, I mean, liked I, it. It was very popular. I get yeah. it. I just did. It just didn't work for me. Yeah. Just didn't interest me. I didn't like it. Yeah, it just didn't work. Well, I liked it a lot. And that's your prerogative. More power to you. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and Two and a Half Men never. I, that never really worked for me either. What if it had been two and three quarters men? Or, well, or, or yeah, three one, one and a half men. When you were talking about Gilmore, remember that? When Ashton Kutcher was on the line? I vaguely remember having him on the line. And, yeah. It was like right when we started here. Yeah. And, and, Gilmore? Uh, what Gilmore was I talking about? Ray Gilmore? Ray Gilmore. You said, now, well, what would uh, Ray Gilmore with... Uh, Oh, two, that's bubbles. back when he was with his posse, right? Yes. Yeah. Spit, spit bubbles and stab me. Kutcher never... Would that just, be like has he recovered from that interview? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any idea. Didn't I ask him about Cannon? Yeah. Yeah, you were pissed Did he off. not even know who Cannon was? No. See, I thought that was very and you, disappointing. And you said to him, I got that on tape. How does you he said, not know who Cannon is? You said to him, well, you work for CBS. <laughs> I don't know. I Weren't don't... you a little surprised you didn't know who Cannon was? <laughs> a little. Well, he... How come I know who Cannon was? And he's not that much uh, younger than me. He's like, he... what, 10 years younger than me? What's he in his late 40s now? Mid-late mid 40s? Mid-40s. I, I think he graduated from high school like in 96, I think. That's twenty. That's 27 years ago. So that would be. he's got to be in his, at least his mid-40s. I was just surprised. I'd say he's... 42. Wasn't that him and you and me? And wasn't Feeney part 44. of that? 44. Wasn't Feeney part yeah, of that too? Yeah, you were. Was he asking stupid stuff too, or just me? <laughs> just you. <laughs> you don't know who Cannon is. <laughs> you work for CBS. Why was he? That's on? exactly what you said. Why was he on? He just called in. Okay, I do remember that. That was when we were out in Coral, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, I do remember that. <laughs> but you were just. I have to admit, you saw you. I did on, on honor in honor of the fifty year release. I did, I did crank Dark Side of the Moon and listen to it from start to finish. I hadn't listened to it for a long time. What a stupid, stupid people are just so ridiculous. Oh, the color thing. I eh, whatever. I just. But man, I mean, what a masterpiece. Even if you're not a Pink Floyd fan, what a masterpiece of an album. Yeah, but to, to the look, way one song dissolved the into the other. People that don't know what the hell the album is, and then they're commenting. Oh, they're going whoa! Oh, I know. I saw flag. that stuff. Just so and it's the light. It's, it's the light prism. W- light prism, yes, because yeah. that was the, that was the album. That was the album cover. Back before those colors, I guess. Yeah. But they're not even the same colors. But even if they were, no. who cares? Just, they weren't making a statement. But no, you're right. It was hijacked. The narrative was hijacked. Yeah. And I did have some people that reached out, oh, you're just woke, you know, because of that. And I'm like, whatever. It's a great album. You guys don't even like Pink Floyd and would acknowledge that that's a good album. I said that I've never heard Dark Side of the Moon. I don't think so. Wow. You've heard stuff from Dark Side Uh, of the Moon. Is that, there's money on that? Yes. Us and Them. Us and Them. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that I don't like Pink Floyd. I like Pink Floyd when they actually produce a song. With with lyrics and melody and everything, I like Uma Guma. I didn't like that. I like I Pink mean, Floyd during the early to mid late seventies. From seventy three to eighty is when I liked Pink Floyd. I didn't like them much before. I, I, songs like See Emily Play. It's, I didn't mind that, but when they were with Sid, 
Barrett, their sound was totally different. I didn't like the Sid Barrett. I didn't like it near as much. No, some of it was just too and, and too weird. And that Uma Guma was just, I don't understand what they were doing there. <laughs> but no, the, the Dark Side of the Moon, though, was yeah, just, I can a, see why it yeah. charted for so long. It's just, there was nothing like it when it came out, and there's been nothing like it since, unless you compare animals and wish you were here. They had that sound going for that five or six year stretch that was really fascinating. Hello. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Pink Floyd or Floyd the Barber? Both. You can take them both. You can have them both, I think. And there is a really neat shirt that says Pink Floyd, and it's a pink shirt with Floyd the Barber. Yes. I got to get one of those. I've that always been pretty wanting cool. to get that's a, that's a. And then Lee, Eugene Levy's impersonation of Floyd is one of the greatest things. I, I hadn't seen that until a week ago. That's one of the greatest things oh, I've ever I turned it on the other day just because I wanted to watch it again. It was. He sounded more like Floyd than Floyd. <laughs> Eugene Levy's great. He is. You you would love Shit's Creek, honestly. I just like saying it, Shit's Creek. <laughs> but you can't say you're up, and then say it, and because then did then you'd be cussing, right? Then you'd be violating something, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna feel. I mean, what's up. the what's the plot? They uh, lose everything, and they end up. The only thing they've got is this uh, crappy little town. So they're that's the premise. They're up. <clears throat> Yeah, all right. They were. He had a string of video stores, made zillions of dollars, and then uh, lost it all. And the one asset they had remaining was a town that he bought as a joke years before. And what's the name of of the town? The name of the town was it Schitt's Creek? Yeah. Uh huh. And how did he lose all his money? Uh, IRS. His taxes. Well, he obviously made bad investments too. You don't, well, you don't take yeah, all your. His, if you're a million, his taxes take... and the fact that it was a video store. Chain. Oh, then videos. Came, yeah. yeah, became yeah. extinct. Okay, I, I yeah. that, okay, I didn't. That's just weird that the IRS would just take all your money. Let's hope that doesn't no, happen. It isn't weird. I'm getting all my tax stuff in the mail now. Yeah, and the mayor's name is Roland Shit. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like a kind of a Twin's Peaks type thing. <laughs> Were you guys yeah. into? Were you guys into twins? Remember no. how popular that no. was when it came I out? I thought that was crap. Wasn't that who did that? That was who put out Twin Peaks, but it was really popular. I know, but I was that Kyle McLaughlin. I never liked it. Did you guys like Northern Exposure? Yes. Yes. I never watched that. I figured yes, you guys I were did. Northern Exposure yeah. people. I never watched it. Yeah. It was really popular for five years. For about five years. What in the early nineties? Yeah. Yeah, I just never yeah, watched it. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, more I liked it. Yep, I did too. Yeah. We're not even talking the Hawks right now. Well, we got burnt out on the Hawks in the first hour. Yeah, and, yeah. well, the women haven't played for a while. And, you know, I know there's some people that are upset about. David I mean, Lynch. oh, they do wrestle at Penn State on Friday. Yeah. That's, that, yes. that's the big. And they'll use their full lineup, barring injury. They'll all be back. And it's going to be tough. I watch, I mean, Penn State just completely dismantled. Third rank, it wasn't even close. Thirty to eight, and Michigan's ranked third. You know, Wisconsin's ranked sixteenth. And trust me, I know enough about wrestling to know the difference between two and sixteen in wrestling is way more than the difference between two and sixteen in like men's and women's basketball. Way more. Way more. A six. I mean, there's no way. Well, I mean, there were some people that were upset that Tom used backups, but. 
he's got to do what he, you know, he knows the pulse of his team more than anyone else. Maybe it was one of those things where maybe he did take Wisconsin a little lightly thinking, yeah, we can rest these guys now because we'll win. And it almost, it did almost backfire. It did. I mean, Cassiope had to win that match just to give them the chance to win on criteria points, which they did. Yep. Didn't I say I watched that 90s show? I didn't say that 70s show. You said that 70s show. There's a That's 90s show, too? I didn't see the 90s one. I know it's okay. there is one. I watched, we watched the 90s. Yeah, Jan is now correcting me. Is there a That's 80s show, too? <laughs> so was it good? Yeah, I liked it. What I was That's it. 90s show? Who's in that? Uh New people, but the parents are the same. Oh, it was a spinoff of the set. Yeah. Okay, okay. And they all made appearances, the old gang. And the parent in that, the father, was the head of the Ku Klux Klan in yeah. A Time to Kill. Yeah. 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 And good in both parts. He's a good actor. Time to Kill was great. Oh, love that movie. Yeah. And that book was just astounding. Yeah, Time good. to Kill is one of those movies like, like The Fugitive. If it's on, I just watch it. Shawshank Redemption, I just watch no Shawshank, matter what I'm doing. Yep. Witness, I love. You like Witness with Harrison Ford? It was good. I um, love that movie. I did. Wouldn't put it in the. I, same I, it, maybe he's not quite vein. up to those, but it's close. Forty Eight Hours is another one where I stop what I whatever I'm doing, and and uh, Platoon's another one if we want to go uh, to the dark route. Yeah. I Have you seen Platoon? Oh yeah. That's one of the darkest movies I've ever. I won't watch. I don't watch war movies. Platoon is one of the darkest movies I've ever seen. I mean, it, it just never stops. It's just a nonstop. Uh, it's just a nonstop assault, man. It's just, it just. Yeah. I just had so many friends that got. Yeah, I could imagine. Drafted in mold, and killed and, over there yeah. and killed and uh, or came back and were just. I mean, Tom Berenger's character I in that a movie. Real good friend that came back and he was just strung out all the time. Ended up in prison. Because of drugs and crap, and I just uh, yeah, and I a lot of them, do war and a lot of them came back for some reason. We we yeah. villainized them. They didn't want to go over there, and then we and then the protesters we punished them for going over there. It wasn't yeah. their fault they had to go over there. No, I'm, nobody wanted to go to freaking Vietnam. No. I mean, yeah, the, I, for, I I will admit I've got a dark side. I do like Vietnam movies. Three of them. I mean, Apocalypse Now, The Deer Hunter, and Platoon are three of my all time favorite movies, and they're all bleak. In their own way. I mean, they the, are. The deer hunter is as bleak as bleak can get. I mean, that war destroyed all those lives. Yeah. Now, you haven't seen The Deer Hunter either, have you? No. Have I, you? No. Yeah. A great yeah. movie. It's long. It it's long, but man, it's a great movie. No, all of those movies are really good. And Who'll Stop the Rain? Have you seen that? No. With, um, isn't that, that was Bruce Dern, wasn't it? I, I haven't seen that. It's a, you'd, you'd like that. That's a good movie, too. David Lynch, by the way, Twin Peaks. That's right. That was the name That's I That's what I was going to say, but I, I said, what? Well, I get him mixed up with John Waters. What's John, what does John Waters do? <laughs> John Waters kind of is even way farther. What kind of movies does he make? Uh, Divine. Oh, is he behind Divine? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'd want to be. Well, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't be want to be in front or aside either. <laughs> when we were a freshman at Drake, for some reason, Drake they let a Divine movie play at the at the Olmstead Center, and it was a and it showed her eating poop. Or it's a man, right? I don't. And Drake know. got okay. into it, a lot of people got upset. They they took it off, I, and I'm like, a lot of parents found out that that was made available to students, and I watched it. And it was disturbing. You know, honest to God, it's just. It's like they're stopping these uh, courses in Florida. These are co- this isn't grade school. These are college. You know, these are universities. I think that's just going to end up hurting him in the long run if I he wants would to be president. I hope so. And I think he does. I think that's just going to end up hurting him. I, I don't know. I, it's just more reason never it's to just, live in Florida. 
Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, did you ever want to retire in Florida? Uh, I cons- considered it. That would not be a state where I would choose to retire if I ever want to go that route. I, it's just I wouldn't do well. The humidity is so bad. Nine the, months out of the year. Yeah, I don't don't know that I would. But then I don't like deal. Arizona either. I don't like Arizona's climate. I mean, it's oh, it's a dry 115. Don't worry about it. I know. That's what I get. I've got a friend that uh, has a station out there. It's like 117. Just, you get used to it. No, you, no, you don't. No, you don't. You're in the air conditioned. I mean, Vegas, it's 119, but so yeah. many of the people that are in the air conditioned casinos, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, but I don't know where I, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of different places to go than just Florida, California, the obvious ones. I mean, South Carolina, the Maryland shore. I've heard there's some great places in Maryland off the ocean, but I'll probably just retire here in good old Iowa. Good old racist Iowa. <laughs> well, there's that's everywhere. I mean, well, yes, yeah. I mean it's everywhere. Yeah, unfortunately, and that's probably just never going to change. Just need to associate with the right people. That's how I look at it. You know, this is our this is our cocoon. This is your safety net, right? This is my safety. You don't see yourself leaving the state to retire, do you? Ever? ever? No. Didn't I, you want to go to the East I, Coast at one time? Yeah. I remember when I first started, you talked about like maybe wanting to settle down in Maine. Well, I can't want to do that because of the cold, but I would. Well, know. you've also got family here, too. You've got your well, son. Well, I've got my kid now. Yeah, I mean, and your grandkids. That's Grandkids. Yeah, so. Um, so. But no, I just, I lived television. in, I gave Florida 10 months, and I lived in luxury and didn't like it. I just didn't like it. We yeah. went there for Disney uh, World. I've been to and, Disney. Um, it rained every day at 4 o'clock. It was humid and everything. I mean, we had a good really trip, and, and I'm glad we went, but it just soured me. You know. The humidity at times just is overwhelming. I mean, it's just, you walk, you walk outside at 8 in the morning, you're just hit by a wet blanket of humidity. These guys that I know that own radio stations out there, they, on FM stations, the uh, antennas are made of copper, and they have to that change has them to because, because yeah, the well, humidity. They have to change them every time. But why years. wouldn't they make something that's a little more able to handle humidity? The copper would seem vulnerable, wouldn't it? It's real vulnerable. They have to change it every ten years, but it. It puts out the, the, the best. The best. Signal. Okay. Have you ever been to Key West? Yeah. I've never been there. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah. Uh, went to Hemingway uh, Mansion. Was there? I'd like to see that. And it, no, it was called Six Toed Cats. Could you see yourself like retiring there? Uh, it's is it as as humid, or is it more? Uh, humid? M- more. It's even more since it's closer to the equator. Uh-huh. Yeah, even more. Yeah, I've never been to Key West. That's where Mackay Sargent was from. Oh. Uh. So, but um, but I've only been there once. How long ago were you there? Oh gosh, um, ten years. Have you tried like Myrtle Beach or Hilton Head, South Carolina? Have you tried the- n- South Carolina is the only state I have never been to. Really, I'm been not- to th- every single one. You of might, them, but that I've been. Those are those. I are have places, heard that. I think you would like those places. There's some really neat. On the Outer Banks and stuff. There's some just really just haven't. Neat and I would love to see Charleston and. Yeah, I could I see guess. that. I think I could see you and Ann really. Uh-huh. Enjoy. Charleston's beautiful. We just have never been there. It's a be- Have you been never. to Charleston? It's a. I've driven through it. It's a. Be- it's a beautiful town. Just the Victorian structures and what have you. It's- no, it's nice out there. But now the weather pattern has changed. And you know, when when I wanted to live in the east, 
coast and we would have lived anywhere up and down there. But now the weather patterns changed and it's You also didn't have grandkids then, did you? I didn't have grandkids. I would assume that makes a difference. I had promise. I was potential hope. Yeah. I now it's just all places. Now it's just all just trying to grind, just get through each day. Grind. We've made it. It's almost, it's going on 11 o'clock. Somehow we've gotten through today. The first part was all Hawks, and the second part, there was no Hawks. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there wasn't a lot of great stuff to talk about Hawks-wise. The men's basketball team lost. The wrestling team almost lost to the 16th. Do you, th- you give the wrestlers a chance at all at Penn State? Um, you always have to. I mean, I, there's always a chance. I give them a chance. I would be surprised, though. After I would, watching I would the, be surprised. After watching the way Penn State wrestled the other night, I'm just like, and their heavyweight lost to the Michigan heavyweight, who's ranked second. Penn State guy was ranked first. So my guess is maybe the Penn State guy might even fall behind Cassiope going into, not that that matters. But that for Iowa to win, Cassiope's got to win his match at heavy. You know, Spencer Lee's probably got to get a pin. And it's amazing. Think about what he's going to face out. I mean, he's from one of the, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, from Pennsylvania, didn't go to Penn State during the peak of their dynasty. And now he's at Iowa. Imagine it'll be interesting to see the kind of reception he gets when he goes home. But he may have to get those six pinpoints he for might. them to have a chance. Uh, I think you're right. And Real Woods may have to get a, a majority decision or whatever you call those to get four points. It may take bonus points to give them a chance because I do think Penn State will end up winning more of the individual ten matches. I w- would think. But it'll be interesting yep. to see. I mean, Iowa goes in there as a heavy underdog, so it'll be a completely different mentality and mindset, too. There'll be all pressure on Penn State to, to live up to the great expectations. Well, the uh, wrestlers did not look good against Wisconsin, I'll, I will say no, that. No, they didn't. They didn't. And, of course, you got to factor in the two weights where they went with reserves. That For made sure. Because I do think both of Iowa's guys would have won those matches. So we wouldn't probably be talking about the same narrative. But, no, they did not. I mean, Abe Asad, it was a quick pin, man. I, it was one of the quickest calls for a pin. And I am no wrestling expert at all, but it just looked really quick. They got, that was a, I mean, he was ranked eighth, and he got pinned by a guy who wasn't ranked. Eight. That, well, that guy a, didn't even have a winning record. That was a six-point swing that Tom Brands was not expecting. No, no. And sometimes that's what happens in the heat of competition. So they did find it. They found a way to win it. They're undefeated still. Going to a lot of, and that's on TV, isn't it? That's got to be on the Big Ten Network, yes, isn't it, the wrestling? Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. And do you know what time it is? Do we have... Do we have anything, a schedule up there? I don't have the new schedule. Hopefully it's not at 8. My guess is it won't be at 8 because that would be 9 o'clock out in Pennsylvania. That's too late. But, yeah, Iowa-Penn State, 1 versus 2 on Friday. I'm, I am um, looking forward to that. That'll be a fun one to – what are you looking up, Captain? Uh, this just uh, came in. The uh, ex-FBI official, uh, Charles McGonagall, um, arrested for money laundering, Russian sanctions – taking money from a foreign agent. Well, that ain't good. No. no. So who's that going to help more, the right or the left? Who's going to spin it to their advantage? Probably the right, because they're going to say that that's an example of the, the FBI being corrupt and compromised, right? Probably. Uh, everything, go, everything that happens today gets divided between the left and the right and how they respond to it. I mean, it's just it's well, Let's ridiculous. see who appointed them. Because that'll tell you who's going to be ripping the hell out of them. Uh, Those are serious charges. I mean, uh, do we need to talk while he's looking this up? Well, we've already talked about what you had for supper. Yeah, so. so you're right. I yep. And what did you? I can't remember what you had. 
Last night, oh, we were over at my brother's house. We had uh, chili and homemade uh, chili muffins. Yeah, okay, it was real good. Ooh, chili and cornbread. Yeah, I haven't made chili for a while. I may have to. I may do that. Problem is, if I make a big batch, I don't. I'm not one of these guys that can eat chili for like three days in a row. I like it one time. Just freeze it. Yeah, I don't do freezing very well. I'm weird that way. I. I've always used to drive my mom crazy. You don't I, trust it? or I just am weird that way. I don't, yeah. I, my mom would always call me a freaking weirdo because I didn't like leftovers. You find anything, Captain? Yeah. These are just... Trump. Trump what? He hired him? Uh, no. Whatever. Yeah. To me, it doesn't... I, it wouldn't no, change. It doesn't, no, it doesn't change Trump. No, the guy was there for some time, and he... And he sounds like... Him. Well, I guess you're innocent until proven guilty, but... Oh, he's guilty. This ain't good. <laughs> No, that's not good. <laughs> I just saw they, they just charged three Marines with January being part yeah, of Yeah, the, they were there. They were there. I yeah. mean, they were there. They and the one on guy video. even said, They've the one guy even picture. said, he goes, this is, we want World War II. Yeah. You know, World War II. Yeah. I mean, just no, idiots. they post, and these idiots posted on, you know. Instagram. Honest to God, Instagram and Facebook, uh, they posted it, you know. Well, these guys didn't, uh, you know, there's a lot worse. And now they're all claiming, all of them have claimed Trump sent them there. They're all going, well, it's Trump's fault. And he's claiming that if he gets reelected, he's going to set them all free. Yeah. So. yeah. Hello. Hello. I heard that that Penn State wrestling was going to be late. So it's going to be 9 o'clock Eastern time? Yeah, that's what I heard. And I'm hoping that's what it is because I have to work a gymnastics event. Well, and then you I have get to? over to that and then hurry at home and watch it. Yeah, I, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so that just seems weird that they would make Penn State fans be there from 9 to 11 Eastern Oh, well, they deserve it. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's harsh. Bye, guys. Okay. That is harsh. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. You're looking to see the time it started? Yeah. I don't have the It's I- 8 Central time. So 9 Eastern yeah, time. Nine think, Eastern think about that if you're a Penn State fan. At least yeah. it's a Friday night, I guess. And a lot of, I guess a lot of people won't have to work. That's just too late, though, isn't it? I would think. But If you're a Penn State fan, would you like that? 9 o'clock? Well, it, this is just what it says. The Duel will air live on the Big Ten Network and can be streamed online on Fox Sports Live starting at 8. So And that's Central time. Maybe. Yeah. Is that Central or is that Eastern time? It says Central Standard Time. Okay, so yeah, wow. Carner's right, 9 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, but they're used to that. No, they are. I mean, the, yeah, these re- the, these wrestling teams, they even the best ones, they have to defer to TV if they want to get on, and that's something that you do want televised. Oh, I look forward to watching okay. it. Okay, <laughs> and this late. is saying 8.30. Eastern time? Penn State welcomes Iowa to the Bryce Jordan Center for a second BJC duel on Friday, January 27th at 8.30. So that would be 8.30. That would be 7.30 our time. Okay, that, okay, so. So I guess I don't know for sure when it is. All we know is it's Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, 7.30. And I, I may try to get a guess for Wednesday. I may make a few calls, but we'll definitely have Adam on to talk um, hoops, and we'll have a lot to talk about by then because the women will have played Ohio State and the men will have played at Michigan State. And that, again, is Wednesday. I'm not real confident, but I would not be stunned if Iowa won. I no. think Michigan oh, State's no. capable of laying some stinkers. They, they, they are. Uh, we're going to have to play some defense because 
these teams get hot against us because they're open. And I do think part of the reason Euless plays, I think Euless and Perkins right now are better defenders than Sanford and Josh Dix, wouldn't you say? I, I would say so. And But I just don't think you should overreact and just, but that was one of the surprising narratives after the game on Twitter was we got to get, they got to bench Euless and Perkins for, and Perkins just had a great game the game before. Yeah, I and you need guys coming off the bench too. Yes, you need you need some good flow and some good talent coming off the bench. I think he's doing just fine with Sanford. I, I do too. I mean, have him be one of your first guys off the bench. And my guess is when Cap, I thought for sure. Hell, I even almost wrote it. I didn't say for certain. I used the word should. I thought for sh- almost certainly Patrick McCaffrey was going to play Saturday. And I would bring Patrick in off the bench. Oh, as I well. think he will. I think Patrick will. Def- it wouldn't surprise me if maybe Patrick came in off the bench the rest of the season. Yeah, I, and I, I think a lot of that will be whatever Patrick would prefer. I think he's shown that he deserves to start, but if it's better for him mentally to come off the bench, what's that? Who's that called? Dirk. I guess he's not, not listening now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but if it's um, um, if it's better for Patrick to come off the bench mentally, I think they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be the case. Maybe take less pressure off them because there is pressure when you get your na- starting name announced in the starting lineup and all that. So, mm-hmm. you think he's back Thursday or Wednesday for Michigan State? I don't know. I, I would think maybe there's a little less pressure. If and see, he's that's also on fluid. the road. I've talked to people that have dealt with anxiety. When Fran was really optimistic talking about it at the press conference, Patrick may have had a setback. I mean, anxiety yeah. comes and goes. You don't know when you're fully recovered from it. Sometimes you never do. So maybe they thought he was going to play and then it just didn't go as they had planned the last two. But no, they'll, they'll, he'll be back out there when he's ready. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's traveling with the team and staying connected with the team because I think that helps. I think that helps him and I think it helps the team. So, so there you go. There you go. So by the time we do a show Wednesday, there will have been nothing. Nobody will have... Fl- Nobody. Oh, there was the. I. Uh, you saw the. Did the Larry Wazorek Invitational? Uh huh. Did you see the? You see Larry? He looks like uh, Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> looks like a cross between Grizzly Adams and and a wizard. He kind of looks like a wizard, the Wiz. But that's cool though. They, there's a picture of Larry and Joey Woody shaking hands, and those two have built Iowa Track to where it is today. And Tom, yep. you guys remember there was a stretch in the 80, in the '90s when Iowa track was really bad, it, the terrible. And Larry got it going, and Joey's lifted to unprecedented heights, and that was cool that they had that. I put all the results in yesterday. They had the women won their event, the men finished third, and track and field is a sport where there's a lot of success here now. Yeah, yeah. and we've had some good interviews. Yeah, I tried to get Larry on, he just doesn't want to. No, I've I've asked him before too, and he just respectfully dec- he doesn't want to. Maybe someday I'm going to st- – I don't badger him, but I still would li- – Larry would be a great interview. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He's a super nice he guy. He super is. He's just positive energy. That's the yep. best way. Yep. You, you've met Larry, haven't you, Captain? Yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. And that was cool, though, that, Joey, they do the Larry Wazorek Invitational like that. And the weather – I mean, the weather wasn't bad. So, all right, let's, um, let's wrap this thing. I'm going to oh. go, go home and crank Pink Floyd all day. What do you think of that? You can do it if you want. And that little Tat Stevens thing will just sit in the back. I still can't get it out. It's still stuck in there. It's <laughs> All right. Uh, um, Molly Suter next. HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. <laughs>